0: From the KISS 925 Studios in Toronto, Canada. Ladies and
1: gentlemen. This is
0: Roz
1: and Mocha.
2: (laughs) It's Roz and Mocha. What's going on?
0: Hey guys, this is Bruno Mars. This is Selena Gomez. This is Lady Gaga. Calvin Harris. Celestia Carras. You're
3: listening to my boys, Roz and Mocha. Roz
0: and Mocha. My
4: boys, Roz and Mocha. Mocha.
5: The Roz and Mocha
2: show. Uh, Between Roz and Mocha, who is your favorite?
4: Roz Mocha! I think Mocha! You guys are so funny, man. Congratulations, Lisa! You just won $1,000. That is
1: amazing. Y'all just made my entire morning. Keep it up. You guys are
0: awesome, man. Woo! This is the Roz and Mocha Show podcast.
6: There's a guy that went viral because he works at a Wendy's drive through but he sounds like an automated recording. Like his natural voice or the voice he does, I don't even know. So here is live what it sounds like when a woman was going through the drive-through ordering her food. Listen to
1: this. Can I get honey mustard and barbecue, please? Honey
6: mustard, barbecue. What would you like for the drink?
1: Uh, do you all have the Coke Freestyle machine? Yes, we do. Can I get a uh, vanilla ginger ale, please?
4: Vanilla
0: ginger ale. All right,
6: anything else for you tonight? That's it. Thank you. Your total comes out to $5.65. Please bolt the window
4: to be
0: centered out. Oh, come on. <laughs> hold on, hold on. He's putting that voice on, though, right?
6: Of
4: course he is.
6: So here's the here's what he also, sounds... Also, vanilla ginger ale? I know. Ugh. <laughs> God, America. America. There's a lot of things I love about you. Oh, no. my God. Um, every now and then thank- you hit me with vanilla ginger ale. Yeah,
2: <laughs> thank God the border's closed. <laughs> just for that. We want that nastiness so, of here.
6: Here's what the guy sounds like not coming through the machine. Okay.
7: Thank you for choosing your local Whitefoot Wendy's. What can I get for you today? Okay. Anything else? Your total is. Please pull to the window. Thank you, and thank you for juicing your local Wendy's
2: Have a lovely evening Oh, come on, man <laughs> Yo, They gotta use him in a, in a, like a commercial or something right? Now, right? Yeah, yeah, I know that, that is that is like, look at
6: Maurice loves the guy Maury's like, that's my dream <laughs>
1: <laughs> that's my. Hold
2: on, I gotta hear this
6: again
1: Can I get honey, mustard, and barbecue, please?
0: Honey, mustard, barbecue, what would you like for the drink?
1: Uh, do you all have the co-freestyle machine? Yes, we do can I get
0: a uh, vanilla ginger ale, please? Yes. Vanilla
8: ginger ale. All right. Anything else for you tonight? That's it. Thank you. Your phone comes down to $5.65. Please bolt the window to be set Oh, my right? God. When growing yeah, up, get... I used to be, I, I was often told I sounded like the movie phone guy. Oh, stop it. Yeah, right. Can you, you do that, you that, guys? Can you do that with your Hello, voice? Hello, and welcome
6: to movie no, phone. No, do this with your voice. Okay. Hi, so we're gonna do the drive thru right now. Okay. okay. Yeah, okay. Yeah. Just wait, let me, let me get my Room, room. Okay, vroom, vroom, vroom. Hey, okay wait, 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 stop, 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 stop. Ross, stop. don't forget
2: my vanilla ginger ale, Don't please. worry, I got you. I got, <laughs>
6: you, <laughs> you, I got you. Okay? Okay. Okay, I'm to put my hands on the wheel, driving
8: yeah. up. Yeah. <laughs> Hello, and welcome to Wendy's.
6: Hi. Um can I get a uh what do they have at Wendy's? Oh, can I get a like a burger, uh the square one, and uh with cheese <laughs> and lettuce.
2: No, my vanilla wait, ginger. Wait, just
6: wait. Oh. Sounds good. Anything to drink with that? Yeah. Do y'all have the uh, Coke Freestyle machine? (laughs) (laughs) Absolutely.
8: Can I get the vanilla ginger ale? Absolutely. Anything else? No, that's it. All right. Please pull up to window number five. Your total is $5.37. That's pretty cheap. Yeah. Is it just hard for you to say when I've done something well? No, but I think that
6: you could do more. Listen to the, Go to the dry version of this guy's voice. And then so you got to
7: listen to what he does more. Thank you for choosing your local white food Wendy's. What can I get for you today? It's, he does
6: more. He does more.
7: No, you're not doing Welcome to enough. your local Wendy's. No, you're no. not doing enough. Thank you for choosing your local white
0: Wendy's.
8: What can I get for you today? Thank you for choosing your local Wendy's. What can I get for you today? No, it's like, okay. okay. Anything else? It's Anything like, else? It,
6: no, it's like, oh, it's like, Okay. Anything else? <laughs> Thank you for choosing your local Wendy's.
0: Okay. Anything else? Please pull up to drive through window number two. To what?
6: Drive
5: <laughs>
0: <laughs> This is the Roz and Mocha Show
5: podcast.
6: I watched this documentary. Uh-oh. On, uh oh. I know you have documentaries. <laughs> I know. I started watching The Vow, and that's, that messed me up. And, but I watched a documentary called Class Action Park. Do you remember the commercials back in the 80s for Action Park? It was this place in New Jersey. They used to play the commercials on, like, the Buffalo stations. When you were younger, you would have seen them. So Action, no. Action Park was this place in New Jersey that was created by this crazy person okay. who just had all this money, and he bought up these two ski resorts, and he created this wild, like, water park, But everything was super dangerous. Like, you would go there because the thrill was that you may not come home at the end of the day.
5: Oh, that doesn't sound
6: fun. Like, there was no safety protocols. There was no... Uh, no company would insure him. So he but created... he was still allowed to open? So he created a fake insurance company out of the Cayman Islands and insured himself through a fake insurance company. They had the first thing you saw when you walked into this park was a water slide, a full tube water slide yeah. that went down. So you had to walk up this giant scaffolding and then you went through this tube and the tube went down on a crazy angle. Then there was a Full loop. Okay. No thanks. And then it shot you out into freezing cold water. And they said that the only place, they brought in experts after the fact, and they said the only other place that a human being would experience that kind of G-force was in a fighter jet, okay? Oh like, like you, you, cannot, you cannot be a regular civilian and go through this thing. So this guy, this crazy guy, as he was testing it, was paying. he would stand at the end of it, and if you could do it, he would hand you a $100 bill, right, as they were testing it. No Stop joke, it. no joke. And then what happened was people were getting to the top of the loop, and they were bouncing all around and then coming out and they were all cut and scraped and everything else. And then so they took it apart and they put padding on the top of the the loop, the loop-de-loop, right? Yeah. They put padding on the top of it. Then people started going down again and they realized they were coming out with cuts all over them. And they were like bleeding and then they took the top off again where they had put the rubber padding in. What happened was somebody went down, they went through the loop, knocked out a bunch of their teeth, their teeth stuck in the rubber. And so everybody else who was coming down this... Water slide were cutting themselves on other human teeth that were stuck into the water slide. <laughs> and then they would come shooting out the end. No, thanks. Okay. And no. this was the, this was, I would say, like maybe the fourth most dangerous part of the, the park. Fourth? The fourth? Getting so tut, yeah. cut with teeth? Okay, getting cut with teeth. So anyway, so it was called Action Park, but there were so many injuries that people started calling it Class Action Park. Yeah. Right, so that's the name of the documentary. If you want to watch a documentary about the craziest, like most insane amusement park ever, like ever, I mean, Imagine if you took a bunch of like rowdy eight-year-old boys, right? Gave them an unlimited amount of money and told them design rides where almost dying is the goal. And they're like, cool. And they're like, cool. <laughs> we got you. And that's what... Don't worry. That's what they did. That's what they did. And everybody who worked there was like 16 to four, like 14 to sixteen. <laughs>
2: No, I will not be buying a season pass. I'm telling past. you. I'm telling oh, you go
6: and watch this documentary. It called? It's called Class Action Park. Even watch class the trailer. Okay. Pull it up on your phone right now. Watch class, it right and now. watch Class Action Park. It is the craziest thing you'll ever see.
0: This is the Roz and Mocha Show podcast.
2: <laughs> What's up? You look so stressed. Uh, you don't even want to know. You want to spill some tea, or you want to spill some tea? Yeah, go for it. One forty-five this morning. Yeah, crazy thunder and lightning again. Really, where do you live? Crazy thunder and lightning shook the house. My dumbass dog. Yeah, hops up on the bed. Yeah, entire body is shaking. He's so scared. The poor guy. Right. Panting in my face, yeah. Panting in my wife's face, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Poor dude. Hot breath. Yeah. Trying to calm him Dog down. Dog breath. Yeah. And then, where are you live? I, I get, get up and, and this. shower at three o'clock in the morning, really? and then come into work because I wasn't able to sleep. Right. I don't even know how that's possible. Like I, first of all, I slept great last night. I don't know if you can tell.
5: <laughs>
6: <Your> Skin is glowing. <laughs> Super refreshed. <laughs> you look gorgeous. Thank you. <laughs> um, but no, I don't, I don't even like. I had nothing last night. There was nothing in my neighborhood yeah, last night. I'm nothing. shook. Nothing. I'm shook today. Really?
2: Yeah. Oh my to god. A massive puddle. No. On my
6: way? <laughs> so You're gonna have one of those days, huh?
2: Yeah, yeah, on my way like from home just to get to the highway. It yeah. was one of those where it covered like a portion of the entire street, right? And I had to drive slowly through it just to just in <laughs> case, just to be safe. Uh, but it was one of those mornings for sure. And I think I got almost every single red light between my house <laughs> and the highway. It took me it took me ten extra minutes to get to work today, even though I left like fifteen <laughs> minutes earlier than I normally do. You know, you know what you're having? Did you ever see the movie
6: um, Alexander? in the terrible, horrible, no good, very bad day. Oh my God. No, I don't, I don't think I want to watch that movie. It's, it's Steve Carell and Jennifer Garner. And that's basically what you're having. Steve Carell? Yeah.
2: And I love him. It's based off off a
6: super famous kid's book Uh uh, called, I think the book was just called Alexander's Bad Day, but the movie was called Alexander and the Terrible, Horrible, No Good, Very Bad Day. (laughs) 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 You have to watch this movie, but that's basically what you're having. Uh, You're having Alexander's Bad Day, which is just the day where nothing goes right. Like nothing goes right. It's awesome. You poor guy. But let's. But honestly, though, I look okay, though, right? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you look the best.
5: This
0: is the Roz and Mocha Show podcast.
2: All right, we're Ooh. gearing up for the uh, premiere next week of Dancing with the Stars, and it was announced that Derek Huff will be a judge. Yeah, because he hasn't been. When's the last time he danced on that
6: show? It was a oh, while ago, right? And then he left, and ever. he came back, and then he went
8: to World of Dance.
6: Right, 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 right. Uh, yeah, I like Derek Hough. I like so Julianne I- Hough. I like them both. Uh, I think he's going to be a great judge. But So who did they get rid of? Len? That, oh, yeah, that's right. Yeah, Len is now... he's Because he, he can't come over from England, so
2: he's going to do all this stuff over video.
6: Yeah. <laughs> Poor Len.
2: Got to stay there. <laughs> uh, but Dan Moore got a chance to talk to uh, Derek Hough about Dancing with the Stars, being a new judge, but had to, had to, had to start off the interview awkwardly, oh, no. as Dan Mamori <laughs> always does, and talk about himself.
8: <laughs> Derek Huff, how are you, man? My man, I'm good. I'm very good. Okay, like, I want to get to all the Dancing with the Stars stuff, congratulations, yada yada, but I have beef with you, and it's been driving me nuts for years. You owe me an apology for stealing all of my scallops. So... Oh, you were at a restaurant once. I was there he with cares. my husband. My scallops went to your table and you ate them all. What? Where was yes. this? <laughs> like, and it's like, you could have just been like, these are not my scallops, but you ate all my scallops. Which,
9: by the way, I feel like I, I can't even like, here's why I, I can't even believe the story. I hate scallops. I hate scallops. <laughs> so it must have, I must have been with somebody who ate the scallops, but it wasn't me.
8: <laughs> that doesn't make it okay. <laughs>
9: <laughs> listen, if it, listen, if it comes to my table, I'm going to eat it. <laughs> Fair enough. Where, where, where was that? Was it in New York or you know in LA? In Toronto. In Toronto. Okay, okay. Yeah. Uh, okay, oh, okay, yeah. Maybe I did eat him. <laughs> By the way, I am very sorry. I'm there out. it is. <laughs> I apologize profusely. I shall when I see you next, I shall buy you a uh, hundred scallops ups. Yeah. We're hanging on. on
2: to that hurt from two thousand eleven. <laughs> so is that what that was? Two thousand eleven? And he God. started in the memory banks for the next time he spoke God, with Derek Hop from Dancing with crutch. the Stud. <laughs>
8: All right. Okay. Moving on. We finished the scallop thing. (laughs) COVID, COVID, COVID. Speaking of COVID, what are the plans with Dancing with the Stars? Like you're now a judge, which is awesome. Will you be able to sit at the judge's table? Like, do you know what's going to happen? Well, the table is going to be 85 feet long. Uh,
9: (laughs) No, but, but in seriousness, we actually have to be eight feet apart from each other. Um, so we will be, you know, telegraphing to one one another, like, hello, Bruno. (laughs) Um, but actually I I often say that it's probably a good thing because I'm very physical with the way I talk with my arms and just in general, that's just who I am. Um, and, but so is Bruno. So I was like, it's probably a good thing that we're not sitting next to each other just yet. Um, we probably be poor Carrie Ann would be like dodging arms. So they're going to like
2: seriously separate them. Yeah. Yeah. It's going to be a whole new dancing with the
6: stars this season. It's one of the best casts Oh yeah. One of the best casts. And they they're making news with their casting
2: more than they have in years, I think. Especially even before it was like officially announced, all the talk was Carol Baskin,
8: yeah. Carol Baskin. Yeah. From Tiger King, right? Two words. Carol Baskin. <laughs> are you scared to give her a bad review?
9: <laughs> Listen, I'm as curious as everybody else, but um, uh, by the way it's funny I just have these like I have these like visions that she's just gonna come out and she's just gonna crush it she's gonna be amazing we're all gonna be like you know um, but no no honestly that's <laughs> not, honestly, <laughs> I can't even say it. it's, it's the this words. show is <laughs> come on obviously it's, it's such an amazing show where you can have people that you'd be like who are you know you, you never imagined would be dancing perhaps or, or that you would think like you know who what what are we doing here? But I think that that's what the joy of it is. You know what I mean? It's the curiosity. It's the, it's the exploration. It's the, wow, I didn't, I didn't know that part. I didn't, I didn't understand that, or I didn't know that side of that person or whatever it might be. So I'm curious. I'm curious to get to get to know the other side of her. That wasn't just, you know the uh, the
6: documentary So There you go <laughs> he, That's needs a, he needs a better answer for Calabasca
2: <laughs> He wasn't prepared at all uh, Derek Huff, uh, new judge on Dancing with the Stars Which uh, premieres on City TV This Monday night
0: This is the Roz and Mocha show podcast
2: Hello Yo it's Roz and Mocha, who's this? Gerpitaap Tap has uh, a story for us That I know you're totally going to be into Okay go ahead uh, Gerbatap wrote us and said, I had night terrors last night and it was crazy. <laughs> oh, I know how much you love hearing about people's dreams. I don't. Nobody wants
6: to hear about your dream, man.
2: Tapp, I need you to tell this story because two nights ago, I had some crazy ass night terrors that my wife had to wake me up because <laughs> I was screaming.
6: What is the matter with you people? <laughs> what is going on with you guys? <laughs> I don't understand this
2: (laughs) I don't know right, you
6: you can entertain Mocha With the nonsense of what your dream was What
4: happened, Gervadap? Alright, so um, What I vaguely remember was That I was walking home And First there's a bee flying around me so I started running from the bee and I get to the front door and there's a bee oh, spider there.
6: I thought you said there was I thought you said I thought you said I was walking down the street and there was beef flying you around know me.
2: What? <laughs> I thought you said the exact same thing. <laughs> <laughs> they had a nightmare about killer
6: beef. Okay, go ahead. Okay, okay so, so, so uh, bees. Okay, so there's bees and then there's spiders. A
4: spider, yeah, okay. right in front of my pr- front door and and then what happens is a spider somehow opens up and a bunch of small spiders fly out towards me. Yeah. And then all I do is just, like, I start screaming and I wake up and I'm just screaming and I'm just, like, trying to get the spiders off of me. Still half asleep, but I'm screaming and then all I hear is this footsteps running down the hall and my dad turns on the light and they happened?" and I'm like, nothing, and it just put my blanket over my head <laughs> and went back to
2: sleep. Kerbadap, <laughs> <laughs> when you scream, right? Are they like yeah. full out screams or are they just more like loud moans? No, like super loud screams.
3: Okay,
4: like, my, my dad legit thought that I was having a stroke or something and I was screaming oh. and like
6: now, he ran, now, I d- running d- into the room. Does your scream wake you up or no, Mocha? Yeah, it does. It does. It totally you does. scream yeah. yourself
2: awake. I do, but my screams aren't full of. You just sit screams. down with like a psychotherapist or something, Fine. man. You got some, you got some black <laughs> things in that head of yours, you got I some dark like corners, moans Ew. that, that <laughs> then get louder. And so, I remember specifically. The one from the other night, yeah. Where my wife had to wake me up, but like in my dream, I was starting to scream. In my dream, I was screaming. Right. In real life, it was like this.
5: <laughs> 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 it was like. That. <laughs> 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 so
6: stupid. I I visited a friend years ago when I was uh, in junior high. He had moved to Nova Scotia and I went out for one March break to see him. And I had one of the worst sleeps of my life because they lived right across the street from a a farm. And I woke woke up in the middle of the night because I just heard this horrific sound. Like it was just a sound that I've never heard before. And it was just so unnerving and gross. And I asked him what it was and he said that that's what a horse sounds like when it's in heat. (laughs) And and I'll tell you, it's very similar right. to mocha.
10: <laughs> <laughs> That's the
6: closest I can describe. Yeah. Your, your, your moan not... is, is <laughs> very similar. It's up. very it's like, similar to a horse in heat. It's
2: happening again. <laughs> I'm like, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Thanks, Tap. All right. Have a good one, guys. Later. Later.
0: Roz and Mocha's Fix My Life. What
2: advice can you guys give me?
1: Okay, so my question is... My question is... Got a problem you can't fix. Roz
2: and Mocha got you. Yo, Andrew, what's up, dude? It's Raz and Mocha. How are you? Oh, hi.
6: So, Andrew, you wrote us this. Uh, hey, Raz and Mocha, Fix My Life. Uh, for my entire life, I've been unsure of what career path to take. I think I found something that may be for me, but I'm still unsure as this new job requires me to know French... Uh, I've been out of school for so long, and I'm not even sure where to begin to relearn this language. If you have any tips or suggestions, I would greatly appreciate it. How old are you? Uh, I'm 30. You're 30. Okay. So why so why so indecisive up until up until now? Have you done a lot of things that didn't work out, or you're still trying to find your feet, or why why is it taking you so long to sort of figure out what you want to do? Not that there's anything wrong with that, but why is it taking this long?
3: Uh, it's just like I not too sure like what kind of things i really want to do like my passions i never really figured it out for the longest time and like just like not being qualified to do certain things didn't really help either
6: did you go to school
3: so, uh i dropped out of university and then college sorry you dropped out of and university
2: did, and then you went to college
3: yeah but oh, then okay. even why i did college wasn't like what i really
2: wanted to do so oh okay that didn't work out what are you uh,
5: good
6: at
2: um not French, apparently. Yeah.
6: This is a question that a lot of people who are around your age have a very difficult time answering.
2: Yeah, definitely. What are you good at? Uh I like, at thirty, bro. At 30, if
6: somebody asks you what you're good at, you should have an answer.
2: What was your last job? Um I taught kids martial arts. So you're like
6: karate? Like you were a, a sensei?
2: Something like that. Yeah. Okay. Okay. No, but was that like a, was that like your career for a bit or was that just something that you were doing? Cause you know how to do that and you needed to pay the bills. Oh
3: no, that was kind of like my career.
2: Okay.
6: Okay. So, so yep. this new job that requires you to speak French, what is it? Um, it's an airport job. Okay. Okay. So, and do you speak French at all? Did you speak French?
2: I mean, I took it growing up, like cause it's mandatory. Oh, like all, like it, all of
6: us, like just uh, like public school, public school French.
2: And then once it wasn't mandatory yeah. for your class, well. then you ditched it, right? Yeah, and you know how there's like not much exposure to
3: it because you don't really see it in like I don't know city streets and like just in general. Well, you don't have any
2: exposure to it because it's not something that is in your life. Like you're not out looking for it. You're not out seeking to, to learn the language, right? Yeah, exactly.
6: Okay. So can you learn how to speak French at 30? Of course you can learn how to speak French at 30. Yeah, um, how long is that going to take? I don't know because I, I don't know how long that process takes. I don't know if you're a quick learner. I don't know what you're exposed to. I don't know if you have somebody in your life that you can speak French with to practice. I don't know any of that stuff, but can you learn how to speak French at 30? Of course you can learn how to speak French at 30. Now the question is, what are you going to do while you're doing that?
3: Mm, I mean, you just got to try your best to have people to talk to you on it. No, no, no. What are you going to do?
6: What are you, you going to do? How are you making a living while you're learning French? Because you can't.
2: Oh, hold on a second. Andrew, did you already get yeah. this job and like you told them that you know how to speak French? No, no, no. no. Oh, Okay. No, I thought it was something just, like, I need to learn how to speak French by Monday. No, 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 no. Okay. No, he just, wa- he just
6: wants this sweet airport job, which really, who wouldn't? Yeah. Uh, he just wants a sweet airport job, but you got to know how to speak French if you're going to work at the airport, right? So what yep. are you going to do while you're learning French? So the, to answer your question, can you learn French at 30? Of course you can learn French. Yeah. And then once you know French, go for that job. But the, but I'm worried about you because you're 30 and you seem very indecisive and you've, you've, you've picked something that is ideal for you, but you're just not qualified. Qualified to do the job in any way.
2: What are you doing right now for work? Uh, I'm a courier right now. Oh, okay. okay. Nothing wrong with that.
6: So, so what's your so what's your plan? You going to like just keep doing that and then learn French?
3: Yeah, I think that's. The, the goal for now sure then yeah. then
6: then do that I, I don't know how where do people learn languages like Dude, uh there's like, like a do, ton of Duol- duolingo i was just gonna say is the same, awesome the same app yeah yeah
2: everyone uh apparently uses duolingo yeah i've heard of that too i'm
6: sure that there's a zoom night class that you can take yeah.
2: have you actually looked into it andrew like how to learn french now uh I, yeah i don't know i have no, no i'm gonna no, say okay. no, no okay. bro you have like zero <laughs> motivation huh yeah. Why? Why? That's why that's do you right. have
6: no motivation? What is? What's going on with you that you've lost your sort? That you've lost all motivation, and you're only now seeking out things that you're just not in any way qualified for.
3: I guess I was too like put in a position where I just sit
6: comfortably, and
2: I, I think you get really bored very easily with whatever it is that you're doing for money. Like,
6: do you got rich parents?
2: No. Uh, I mean, they're they're stable. I wouldn't say the rich.
6: They help you out though. Yeah. Yeah. Does that piss them off? no they're fine with it
2: yeah yeah i feel like you bounce around job to job and like when you kind of get sick of it or bored of it actually you then try to find the next thing that's going to challenge you a little bit i find something that like i'm comfortable with and then i don't really break out of my shell no he he goes
6: no he goes for the easy answer not the right answer yeah
2: so what's the right answer here, Andrew? Uh, I gotta do something new. I gotta. You gotta get
6: good at something, man.
2: Push for something, yeah. You gotta get good at
6: something. You get that's the that's the thing. You gotta you gotta do something that is gonna make you feel uh, fulfilled. You don't have to love it. It doesn't have to be your passion, but you just have to be good at it. And, you know, and you, somebody's got to depend on you and you're going to show up every day and you're going to be part of a team or you're going to work alone or whatever it is. But you need that sense of accomplishment. And I don't think you're getting that. And if you don't go after it and if you don't seek out opportunity, uh, it will never present itself. And you're going to be living off your parents for the rest of your life.
2: Yeah. <laughs> okay. okay, bro. Andrew, man, come <laughs> on, bro. Like, You need to get some sort of motivation. Yeah, and need uh. <laughs> Definitely. Do that. <laughs> okay. Andrew, you're the
6: best. And you're not alone, man. You're not alone. There's a lot of a lot of people like you. Find know,
2: that think, motivation, man. all right? Go learn that language. All right. All right, brother. All right, man. You take care. Thank you.
0: Ras and mochas fix my life on kiss.
5: So
6: over the past few months, we've been hearing stories of how Ellen ran her show and how she treated her staff and a lot of insiders and people doing interviews and revealing some pretty toxic truths about what it's like to work in the Ellen organization. But now the Daily Mail has interviewed people who have worked in Ellen's home.
2: Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> Let me read All you right. some of this. Ellen, DeG- Ellen
6: DeGeneres ran her household like a military style boot camp, barking orders, tormenting employees over tiny errors and, quote, taking pleasure in firing people Whoa. is what the former staffer said. Life behind the scenes at uh, Ellen's mansion was every bit as traumatic as the alleged toxic culture on her show, One Insider claims. Uh, Workers were hit with an itemized daily list of um, trifling gripes from serving food in the wrong bowl to leaving the salt shaker in the wrong place or failing to ensure Ellen's latte was frothed the way she liked it. Oh, no. Nitpicking (laughs) DeGeneres would even lay traps before she left for work, strategically leaning matchsticks behind cupboard doors and cushions to see if the cleaners dusted everything that they they were supposed to. Uh, Employees rarely lasted more than a few months, and on one occasion, a household manager was fired after two hours into the job. Quote, "Uh, sometimes she would yell at us, but it was more about the incredibly condescending tone that she would use. She treated you like you were nothing. She was going to torture you, and you were just going to sit there and listen because you were getting paid. Ellen was the worst person that I've ever met in my life. She takes pleasure in firing people one of the top security firms in hollywood terminated their contract with her some of her criticisms were that she didn't like the way they walked <laughs> Get out of here. they go on to say i'm not even kidding she literally didn't like the way they walked also how they opened and closed doors <laughs>
2: come on these stories can't be real they can't why be not? real why not why not because the way somebody opens and closes yeah, the door. Yeah, why not? Why not?
0: Here we go. go. The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. It's
2: Tuesday already. Look at that. Right? Short work week, short school week. March break's over. <laughs> Finally, right? Finally. <laughs> it seems like March break has been on for months.
6: Bruh. Like
2: the idea of taking your kid to
6: school is so weird. I know. It's so weird. Getting ready, getting, like, getting talking to Roxy yesterday. About, like, what she's excited for and stuff. Like, I haven't had a conversation about, like, actually going to school. It's been six months. Yeah. It's
2: wild, man. So what is she excited for? Because not everywhere is, you know, first day of school. They're kind of, like, rolling it out across the country. Yeah. Uh, on different weeks different days but today for your kid, yeah
6: so so Rox goes back today I know a lot of kids in Peel are going back today some of the high school kids uh, down in, in Toronto it's, it's next week um, but I asked Rox first of all I go what are you excited for tomorrow she goes everything wow. and I go give me I go give me a, like a, a, a proper answer and she goes recess uh-huh. And, then, and then in my head, I was like, come on, man. And then I was like, like "And no, yo, you've been like, on recess since March. Yeah, no, no, but then I was like, no, that is what kids miss the most. Yeah. They miss socializing with larger groups of kids. Yeah right and they haven't had that since march there my kid hasn't played with more than one kid in 6 months true right they want to play they want to get like five kids together and play a game yeah is what they want to do that's what they that's what they miss and so yeah so it's uh, it's fun man uh, i i haven't looked this forward to school in a in a real long time for cuz it's it's just the anticipation has been just so wild yeah. because kids really got screwed over and i feel so bad for especially the younger kids, because when when COVID happened and March break happened, they were telling people, "Listen, go on March break; it's no problem." Mm-hmm. Then a couple of days later, they said, "Okay, we're going to do March break, and then school's going to be shut down for two weeks, and then we're all back." And the kids got excited for that. And then they said, "No, that's not happening." Then they said, "Okay, we're going to go back end of April," and then they canceled that. And then they said, "Don't worry." we're going to get you back in school before the end of the school year. You're going to be finishing out the school year. And then they canceled that. And then they said, okay, no more school this year, but don't worry. There's a, summer camps are still going. And then they canceled summer camps. So kids have had their, like all of their, mm. like they've been like propped up and then crushed like five times since March.
2: Yeah. So I
6: think there's a lot of kids right now that are still sort of in disbelief when they went to bed last night that it's finally happening. Yeah. That they're actually, they, and like they, even
2: this morning we'll probably yeah. be like, am
6: I, am I still going? Exactly. Right. So, so it's, Ugh. yeah, so it's, it's been, it's been really tough, but yes, go enjoy your recess, everybody.
0: Yeah. <laughs> Raz and Mocha's Fix My Life.
7: What advice can you guys give me?
1: Okay, so my question is, my question is, got a problem you can't fix.
7: Raz and
2: Moki got you. Yo, Nicole, what's up? It's Roz and Mocha. How are you?
1: Good. How are you?
2: Good.
6: Ah, oh, Nicole, my heart. It happens. So, Nicole, you wrote us this. Rosamook fixed my life. My boyfriend and I recently broke up because of quarantine. Now, we were supposed to work on ourselves, and if we changed, we would get back together. But I found out he's sleeping with another girl. We've only been broken up for a month. Now, you say this. We go to the same vacation trailer park, so I see him every weekend. How do I get over an ex I see every weekend? Drama at the trailer park? Are you kidding me?
1: (laughs) I know. You wouldn't expect that. <laughs> it's a relaxing place. There's always drama.
2: Hey, Nicole, how uh, how long were you and your ex dating?
1: So we were together for two years, but we've yeah. known each other uh, for 10 years. And every summer we would see each other up at this park. And, um, you know, we were, had the same friend group and everything. So now it's really awkward.
2: So you broke up over quarantine, like during quarantine, right? Uh, how far like what happened in the relationship that you said that you were then to separate and start working on yourselves
1: yeah so during quarantine i like changed like my mental health improved and i had time to realize and focus like on the relationship so i kind of realized that he was very like negative um like person very argumentative and Mm -hmm. just not emotionally stable and it like kind of drained me and He didn't really know how to handle his emotions. So during the quarantine, I tried helping him with getting more hobbies, focusing, like trying to help his mental health, you know, exercising. Mm -hmm. And it just went back to the same old, you know, freaking out at me, crying for no reasons. Right. So then I, I decided to break up because I thought that he would change, you know, you know, work on himself And then a month later, I find out that he's been sleeping with two girls at the park that I know. Okay. Oh,
2: like at the time (laughs) while he was still dating you?
1: No, no, no. We broke up, but it was like two weeks after. So for the whole month, I was thinking, oh, this is great. Like, I'm working on myself. He's probably going to work on himself. And then it just broke me when I found out that he was already sleeping with two girls. And now I just, I don't know, like, do people change? Like...
6: Uh, No, people can change, but they have to want to change. What it sounds like to me is that he just found somebody else who would tolerate it because yeah. you or because, two other people. Yeah, because you 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 wouldn't. And that was his choice. It also sounds like you already made the choice that this was not going to be the relationship that you take through the years with you, that this was not yeah. going to be your guy. This is not your partner. Uh, which is fine. So normally in situations like this where you do break up with somebody and you do have to see them quite frequently, the one thing that makes it extra hard is if you don't get closure. It sounds to me that's not a pro it sounds like to me that that's not a huge problem for you it sounds like to me mm-hmm. that you did get a little bit of closure on this it was your decision you've sort of come to peace with the ter- the fact that you guys are not together but it just kind of sucks that he went off to two other women so quickly because yeah. ne- because now you're like well what did I mean to him anything like there's no grieving process for him yeah yeah that happens though you yeah. know he's gonna he's gonna but- <laughs> he's gonna deal with a breakup differently than you everybody deals with breakups differently for you, you you know you're like okay I got out of this now what I need to do is just be a better person I'm going to work on myself for a little while. Everything else, he got out of a relationship with you and was like, "Okay, what I need to do to get over this is start sleeping with other women."
1: Oh, that's so crazy! To, Off to the trailer I park I go. Uh-huh. I know I'm at the week, like every weekend I'll see them like together, and it's just yeah. like I don't even know I how know. to. Up- it
2: hurts. It sucks. But you know what, Nicole, you said some uh, some pretty important things earlier in our conversation where you were listing all the you know the cons in the relationship right all of his personality traits that that you didn't like i think if you keep reminding yourself of those things and the reason why you got away from the relationship i think you're going to be okay
1: yeah that's true it's kind of hard because our, we have, we shared the same friends up here <sighs>
6: Yeah. I'll, I'll, say, I'll say this uh, where a lot of people go terribly wrong when they have to consistently see an ex or you it's on weekends where, mm-hmm. you, where you go wrong is not being prepared for the first time you talk to them I think that you need to figure out exactly what you're going to say to him, not in a confrontational way, not an accusatory way. He is not with you anymore. He's allowed to sleep with whoever he wants to sleep with, regardless of how much it hurts you. Okay, Um, but you need to know what you are going to say in that moment that you guys do talk again, because that's hugely important. Because if you say the wrong thing or you have nothing to say or you sort of go off, you're going to regret it. So be prepared for the first time you guys have a conversation. Now, the other thing that I will say is when it comes to seeing an ex for the first time, I've had this done to me and I've also been the person who got dumped and I tried to do it to them. And that is, I don't know, everybody's different. What are the things that you can do? to make you feel the most confident? What are the things that you can do to make you feel the most sexy, to make you feel the most fierce, to make you feel the most dominant? What are all those things that you can mentally do to give you that edge and do all those things before you see them? So you walk in there like a goddamn gladiator.
5: You
2: show up to that trailer park with his brother. No, that's not what I'm
0: saying.
2: No, no, no. No. x that one x that one no x that one. what i'm
6: saying is that all those things that you do that you know how they boost you up inside right in your own head yeah. you feel like the best version of you you do all those
2: things oh show up to the trailer park with his best friend no <laughs> oh, new clothes let's we'll
1: start off with
6: that yes okay. all
2: those things oh, par- and whatever they are for you that's what i meant to say show
6: up <laughs> to the trailer park with
2: <laughs> brand new clothes <laughs>
6: Uh, no, that's what you do. you do. That's the play.
1: Okay, I'll come up here looking fierce with my new clothes.
6: Yes, okay. whatever it takes. Whatever when I for and for everybody it's different, right? For if it, if that's what it is for you, then my God, do that. Okay.
1: Okay, I love that. Okay, thank All right. you. Good okay. luck, girl. Thank you, love you. Ras and mochas fix my life on kiss.
2: Yo, did you see this Adele video from the weekend? No. <laughs> Yo, I love Adele so much. What's she doing now? She is she's leveling up with every single time she makes an appearance online. So take it back to August 31st where that picture of Adele with the Bantu knots in her hair and wearing the Jamaican flag bikini, right? And she was showing love to the Caribbean carnival that takes place in the UK that didn't end up happening. Right. And then people were calling her out. Cultural appropriation, trying to cancel her, and then you got the other side who are like, "No, she's just showing love for this festival that takes place every year that's not being able to take place." Mm-hmm. So she wasn't canceled. No, you can't cancel Adele. And then that night, when Brandy and Monica were on IG during the versus battle, a ton of celebrities were jumping in on the comments, and then Adele came in <laughs> after all of that and was like, "Yo, Guan, yao gal, you look good in and still not canceled. <laughs> and everyone was like, yo, Adele is a real one. And then Tom Hanks's kid, Chet Hanks, a.k.a. Shaba Hanks, who we know uh, from the past has put on the Jamaican Patois.
6: Yeah, he's good at it too.
2: Was coming at Adele being like, I see you and I like what you're doing.
4: Adele, Adele, Adele. You know i me a prayer from a long time. But after me see a picture of that, it's sweet me. I'm going to tell no lie, my girl. Ear style fit you. Big up
2: yourself. So okay. then, on the weekend, this video <laughs> appears of Adele inside of a nightclub. Know. And she gets on the mic and she's singing a verse from a very popular, very famous reggae song. So I'm going to play you what the song sounds like. And then I'm going to play you what? Thank you. Thank you. Adele did on the mic. So the song is called Dumpling by Stylo G.
7: All right,
4: so this song
2: is playing in the club. Yeah. Yeah. And Adele, wearing a plaid shirt, hops up (laughs) on the mic. She's invited to get up there on stage and does this.
6: Is there there a chance that the next Adele we get is going to sound nothing like any of the other Adele that we've ever heard? Well,
2: I hope so. Like, is she
6: going to put herself now in the mix of all the other sort of... She's always been. She's 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 in the conversation, and she's the top of the game. Yeah, she's like we're. She's the most talented. She's the most revered. She's proved herself. She's the most everything else. Is she going to do like a straight up sort of hardcore pop album?
2: I think so. I think she is now at the level with her success. She's going to her notoriety? <laughs> I think Adele can pull it off with a massive pop album where she could do a mix of like hard dance everything. hard dance yeah I think she can do it I, I think, think she can do I it. think we
6: may get that from Adele I don't think we're gonna get another hello from Adele
2: like if you were to play this audio for me and not show me the video yeah. I could never in a billion years thought that or identify that it was Adele right like she this is a different Adele yeah. and I like it I love it. Yo, and the crowd was into it, man.
5: She knew the words
2: and everything?
0: As Chet Hanks would say, yo, big up yourself, Adele. This is the Roz and Mocha Show podcast.
2: Paris Hilton has a new documentary dropping on YouTube this Tuesday called This Is Paris. Yeah, and
6: if you, anything you know about Paris, you can really forget it after this documentary because it is absolutely so unbelievably different. And the teaser for the trailer alluded to the fact that Paris had this sort of deep, dark trauma that happened in her life. And uh, she goes into it, like all the way into it in this documentary.
11: I don't even know who I am sometimes. Sometimes. It didn't used to be that way. Something happened in my childhood that I've never talked about with anyone. I just heard screaming, bloody murder. But I couldn't tell you guys because every time I tried, I'd get punished by them. I still have nightmares about it. Here we are Paris' is school. And the only thing that saved my sanity was thinking about who I wanted to become when I
2: got out of there. Paris Hilton, welcome to the Raws and Moga Show. So nice to have you join us today. How are you? I'm doing great. How are you guys? Good, good, good. good. So uh, this is Paris premiering on YouTube on Tuesday, 1st like, which Paris are we talking to right now? Like, the real one that <laughs> that's in the documentary or the one that the world has come to know? Because that's, like, one of the things early on in the documentary that you learn about.
11: I, uh, You guys are talking to the real one. Okay.
2: <laughs> I-
6: I, I sat yeah. down. I sat down. I watched this Paris, and I, and and I had said that you know what? Anybody who has ever been a fan of Paris Hilton, because you have some incredible fans, you know they're going to absolutely love this. But who I think that will get the most out of this are actually the people that quite disliked you. Do you know what I mean by that?
11: Yes, definitely. I think uh, it definitely shows a different side to me, and you know, I think whatever misconceptions that people had of me they're going to see that they were actually wrong about me.
2: So how long has this been, like, in the works? I know at the the beginning of the documentary, you start seeing um, footage from, like, October of last year. But how long have you been wanting to put something like this together for people to see?
11: Uh, I've been approached just so many times over the years, and I've always said no. Um, But I felt like now was the perfect time to tell my story. Um, I just felt like I was at the right place in my life and I was, just ready to just go
6: there and be open and honest. Um, the, the the stories you tell that nobody's ever heard before, your mother didn't even know, um, they had sent you off to boarding schools because you were some sort of wild child with a fake ID just tearing up New York and they wanted mm-hmm. to fix you because you made the family look bad. So they would send you off to these boarding schools and the stories you tell from these boarding schools and the abuse that went on and the nightmares that you have had since then, um you can tell you're telling these for the very first time. Did this help in any way with the healing because I don't know if we really got a sense of that from the doc. We know about the we know about the nightmares and the problems and the scars that that left, but did doing this help with that at all?
11: It actually did. It was almost like a therapeutic experience to finally just release all those emotions because I had just bottled them up and tried to forget it and act like it never happened because it was just such cr- traumatic and scary experiences that i didn't even want to believe that it had actually happened um but obviously it's something it's that it sticks with you but yes this was very healing to to talk about it was
2: there anything in the documentary um that after watching it yourself that you like second guess as to whether or not you wanted to leave it in there
11: oh, oh yeah yeah <laughs> I was in that editing room, literally, like, having a panic attack. Like, I want that out, I want that out. Like, I tried to, but I didn't have editing approval. Mm -hmm. And I wanted it to actually be, you know, something real because I've never put out anything like this before. So I just let it go and I like put every single part in.
6: The the, the you and it's Britney you and Britney Spears are so tied together because you just look back now the way that you were treated with the sex tape and the way that Britney was treated when she had the very public breakdown and um, you know, it was a punchline. And you just you just know that all these years later, if either one of you went through something similar to that, that both of you would have just been treated so differently. What does that make you? How does that make you feel?
11: Um, you know, that's something It's the biggest regret of my life. And I wish I never met him. And um, you know, the fact that the public was so just cruel and mean to me when I was just a young girl so it was very hard, and, uh, you know, today if that happened, it would be a complete different story with the Me Too movement and everything that's yeah. happening. So, um, you know, at least now people can understand, but, you know, going through that back then was one of the most difficult times ever.
2: Who in your life did you show this documentary to, whether it was family or friends, that... As soon as they finished watching it, they texted you and was like, "Oh my god, I had no idea."
11: I haven't sent it to ever, anyone because I'm nervous that they'll leak it. But right. I have had some you know, very close friends come over and do private screenings, and everybody is just literally like in hysterics, crying, laughing. Like there's so there's funny parts, there's very emotional parts, there's everything, but. Everyone after this was giving me the biggest hugs and just saying, I love you so much. I had no idea. You're one of the strongest women I've ever seen in my life. And people were just proud of me for telling my story.
6: You were one of the first and you really created a lot of things. You were the, the sort of first, you know, young star who was stocked in the pictures of you were worth, you know, millions of dollars. Um, the sex tape, everything else, but you created a whole other thing with the reality show, and I want to get your opinion on Kim announcing that they're ending Keeping Up with the Kardashians. They're
11: doing so many amazing things, and I'm sure they're just busy running their business empires. Like That's exactly when The Simple Life, that's why I said I didn't want to do it anymore, because I wanted to focus on my business, so... I'm sure all those girls are just busy running their empires. Uh,
2: this is Paris premiering on YouTube on uh, on Tuesday. Paris Hilton, thank you very much for your time. Uh, one final question. How has putting this documentary together changed your life and the way you live it now going forward?
11: I feel now that I can truly be myself, and I am proud of the woman I am, and I no longer need to hide behind that character. And um, I'm excited for the world to to see that and to see the real me because I'm, I'm
6: proud of who I am hey you were at a party that I was at the night I met the, the woman that I fell in love with oh nice yeah in nice, Toronto in Toronto you were in the VIP and we were both like yes. oh god but now all these years later I'm like oh my god I
11: love
2: that <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, Paris Hilton all the best to you thank you very much for joining us on the Roz and Mocha Show thank
11: you guys I hope you all have a great day and yeah. sending
2: so much love this is the Roz and Mocha Show podcast uh, Shem, who works on the mocha show, is here with us. Hi, Shem. Hey, good morning. One thing you should know about him is that uh, he sings, I'm and very he's well, also man. a great singer. And he sings for his church choir. Mm-hmm. Are you, like the the, our, the choir master, the choir oh, director, the choir director? Fourteen mm-hmm. years, baby, running tings. Mm-hmm. Uh And he's also been known. If you follow him on social at Shem, he's been known for putting together parody songs. He's got a new one for us today. Oh what'd you do? I don't even know about this. You don't? No. Have you heard? Can we like revisit some of the old like older kind of
9: Shem
7: parody songs? Sure. That he's done. I'm a waste man. Waste man. <laughs> <laughs> Got a job sometimes I don't. <laughs> Flexing hard, but bands are broke. Hey, why are you covering <laughs> your eyes right, him right him now? I'm so embarrassed. by myself.
2: So embarrassed. <laughs> <laughs> well,
7: listen, if you put it out
2: there for the world to yeah, listen to, yeah. right?
6: Yeah. yeah, we didn't like we didn't tap your phone or anything, man. You like, yeah,
2: I'm happy
10: cuz I ain't got school no more. I'm gonna lie in my bed some more. I'm happy cuz I ain't got school no more. I'm gonna lie in my bed some more.
7: I can go ahead and slack. Homework, it was whack. No more teachers on my case right. trying to get... Oh, grades I like that track. one. That's
6: a good one. That's your sweet spot right there. I right? love that. Yeah, yeah, used so to nice.
10: call yeah. me on my flip phone. But before 9 Call my home. Call me on my flip phone. <laughs> Call my
7: home.
2: So, what's I'm
7: the uh, what's the new one you got for us today? So the latest one uh, parodies a 1997, I believe, classic R&B song by the band called Next. A song called Too Close. Oh, okay.
2: Jeez. So you'll know this. Okay. Oh, <laughs> right. <laughs> this is the mean guy, right? Yeah. yeah. Okay. So I a guess. lot of people will know. <laughs> this song for the way it's being presented to us right now, right? No. There's a good portion of people listening right now who will remember this song as being from this guy. Why the
5: f*** you
10: lying? Why you always lying? oh my God, stop yeah, that's a way better track.
2: <laughs> so I guess with COVID numbers going up across the country and like a potential lockdown, hopefully it doesn't happen. Yeah, but a potential lockdown happening in the winter, and again, hopefully not at the scale as what it was at the beginning Jeez, of the pandemic. Uh, Shem has a song about being in quarantine and. Uh, Doing our best to keep it safe.
10: Girl, you know that virus Keeping us inside is proven by science You gotta sanitize it You've been standing too close Told you not to do so You're making me quarantine that you requested that I should get tested You know it's serious business Ooh, no, I can't deny it This damn coronavirus I know it's no hoax, I despise it Ooh, girl Sit still, this goes right up your nose Not just a little poke coming through On you that's why I went and got tested I wanna leave stage too, Girl, you know that virus Keeping us inside is Proving my science You gotta sanitize it You've been standing too close Told you not to do so You're making me quarantine
6: somebody to make out with right now. <laughs> uh, Maury, stay in your room. Quarantine! <laughs> this is the Roz and
2: Mocha
0: Show podcast.
2: Craig Sharp from Winnipeg, Manitoba, is trying to break a world record, Roz. Uh,
6: yeah, the world record for seeing a movie consecutive times. The current record is 108 uh, women in Australia. Saw Bohemian Rhapsody 108 times in theaters. Uh, Craig wants to see Tenant 120 times. Craig Sharp, what's up, dude? It's Ron Zamoka. How are you?
12: I'm mm, doing fantastic. How about yourself? Good, Good man. man. Uh, so, before
6: we get to where you are in your quest to break this record, how does it work? Like, do you have to stay in the theater? Like, do you get to go home? Does this have to be in a row? Like, how are you no, working
12: this? Um it works out where I just go see it three times a day. Three times a day. Um yeah. Like you know, um sometimes I'll like, sometimes like um a couple of days I've only was able to go twice or sometimes I'll push it till four. It's not like um a set time limit or wake you know even if I saw another movie in between it doesn't matter. It's just as it just goes with that running total at the end.
6: Well you hey yeah, but you do you have to go every day or no? No. Oh so oh. how do you break the record then? Like how do you what's the record then? Like, you just have to prove, like, all your, the ticket stubs that you, that you paid for? Yeah,
12: um, I get two witness statement forms filled out by management. Right. Uh, attached my receipt, pictures, pictures of the, like, in front of, uh, the, uh, auditorium that I'm going into. Okay. <laughs> wow. And all that. You
6: know, this so, is not what Trudeau had in mind with Serb, Right.
12: <laughs> yeah that is so true this is exactly
6: what people thought was going to happen with serve money though
2: hey craig so uh, is this at uh the same theater every time you watch the movie or different theaters
12: uh no like i can go to different theaters i just go to one that's like literally only 15 minutes away from my place and which okay. one, which one's that uh scotia bank theater in polo park
2: okay okay same seat or are
6: you sitting in different same seats seat.
2: Oh, wow. Same seat. All right.
6: Okay. Now, with uh, with Chris Nolan, I, first of all, I think going after a record during COVID times is a little bit like, you know, going for low-hanging fruit, because I don't think there's a lot of competition out there. I don't think a lot of people want to spend that much time in a movie theater. So I don't, I, you mm-hmm. know what I mean? So it seems to me like you're taking a little bit of advantage of the situation, but I'll give you a pass on that. Why did you choose a movie that was so bloody long to beat this record?
12: It's my love for Christopher Nolan, just playing oh, hands oh. down. Okay. Nolan. Oh. And the fact that no one wanted people in the theaters.
6: Okay, so, and uh, when did you figure it out? Like, because I know the movie's very complicated. How many viewings did it take you to fully understand uh, (laughs) Tenant?
12: I'm at 35, and I still trying to piece together (laughs) here and there. Oh,
2: my God. So the current record uh, for watching a movie X amount of times in a row uh, belongs Mm -hmm. to Joanne Connor in Australia who watched Bohemian Rhapsody 108 times. Mm Mm-hmm. Does this person Um, know that you are trying to now break her record? I honestly
12: have no idea. Oh, okay. I haven't heard anything, anything good, bad or indifferent.
6: So do do you have like a, do you have a family? Do you have a job? Like
12: I have a family. I have a beautiful wife. My children are grown men.
6: What does your wife think of this?
12: My wife's got my back 150 million percent. She's even working on a banner. Yeah,
6: because it gets you out of the house for eight hours a day,
12: right? (laughs) Yeah, she's probably enjoying that little bit of freedom. Yeah,
6: she gets sweet freedom while you go off and try and break a world record. You do this, baby. You follow your dreams. Yeah, you come back. The house is painted the color she's always wanted it painted.
12: Uh, And what
2: about work, man? What do you do for work?
12: I Unfortunately, am not working at the moment. I am working on developing a podcast after this run is done and that um and also I'm like I said working for collecting for an organization in my city as well so I'm like trying like you know doing that as a working thing because I've always wanted to get into the entertainment business
6: so there's theres there's a charity po- portion of this that you really want to help out the the city of Winnipeg and so what mm-hmm. is that what is that where can people go to sort of find out more about that because I don't want to forget about that part
12: yeah uh, their website is one just city like the number one and then justcity.ca okay
6: and which is your favorite Chris Nolan
12: movie? this tenant this
6: is your favorite chris nolan movie wow wow yeah. have
12: you seen
2: all the chris nolan movies
12: i haven't I, the only ones that i haven't seen is uh looking and the prestige
2: oh yes. oh my god dude the prestige is so good
12: it got spoiled for me so that's why i've never been any big rush to see it
2: oh all right so craig sharp in uh in winnipeg tenant The world record that you're trying, like, how many times are you trying to watch this movie then?
12: Um, I originally set my goal at 120. However, I'm making an official announcement, like, right now. You guys are the first. I'm upping the number. (laughs) To what? The 90-day release, according to Guinness rules, you have from the first day it starts in theaters till the first day it becomes available on VOD and DVD, which is November 23rd. By yeah. doing the math, if I do it all correctly, I will have seen it about 220 plus. Oh,
2: times. my God. <laughs> Dude, that is crazy. And every time you watch the movie in the theater, are you buying snacks, too? Or do you oh, like, no. have you worked out no. a deal where you can bring stuff uh, from home?
12: No, um, no, it's uh, I, I. there's no way I'd be able to eat snacks for every showing and everything else. Like, you know, I, It's like maybe every four or five or something like that I'll go from there
6: right. Hey, listen, bet, best of luck on your quest. I love a world record breaker. Um, this is uh, it's, it's wild and yeah, you're right, Chris Nolan said that he wanted to get people back in theater so I think that you're exactly the kind of guy that he had in mind. So congratulations uh, congratulations everything that you're doing on the side for everybody in in, uh, in Winnipeg, and hope you, uh, you know, hope your marriage lasts out of all, all this, man.
12: <laughs> <laughs> all the marriage, our marriage is solid, and then so.
5: Yes, it sounds like it. <laughs> sounds like it. Sounds real solid. <laughs> hey, Craig, thank you so
2: much for joining us on the Roz and Mocha Show. Hey, not a problem. You guys have a great day. This is the Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Mm-hmm. you went was, down just, last night. I was, I was just was watching so, this. I was just watching we really? it. Really? Yeah, yeah. I don't... Yeah. Mori, who is a huge fan of the Golden Girls, was into this last night.
6: And I think that the, the rollout for this was a little wonky because all the the headlines, and maybe everybody just misinterpreted what was going on, but I think that they... It looked like they were redoing Golden Girls. Yeah. But what this was is what everybody's doing right now, which are these sort of live table reads of classic shows and movies.
8: Yeah, this is going to be an every Tuesday
6: Yeah, which, which I'm all for. I love the idea of this. This is what the tech is for. This is what Zoom is for. Stars are just sitting around doing nothing because you can't go and shoot a movie right now. So yeah. why not do this stuff? And can I tell
8: you this was so awesome? It was just really raw, just really real.
6: So they, they redid. They read uh, the, the script that they read for Golden Girls was from... From, was it season one episode? What was it, 21? Yep. Called The Flu, which was from
8: 1986. Oh, man, do you remember this episode? And no. And. <laughs>
6: <laughs> no. Uh, yeah, no, yeah, Yeah, I loved it. It's classic. It's <laughs> so good. Uh, Tracy Ellis Ross was Rose, Regina King was Dorothy, uh, Sana Lathan was Blanche, and uh, Alfred Woodward was Sophia. And of course, Betty White, B. Arthur, Rue McClanahan, and uh, Stel Getty. Uh, so what do you want so let's play a clip of the original scene from the Golden Girls and then we'll play a clip of them doing the table read over Zoom okay
5: I don't have a
0: date yet either
3: Blanche Devereaux can't find a date oh don't be ridiculous my only problem is trying to decide which of my many suitors to flatter
8: with an invitation after all it's a social event of the season I guess you'll just have to break a few hundred hearts, Blanche. I know. I haven't had to
5: disappoint
4: so many men since Daddy tore down the (laughs) treehouse.
5: Oh, Blanche. I
4: don't have a date yet, either.
5: Blanche, Devereaux can't find a date?
1: Don't be ridiculous. My only problem is deciding which of my many suitors to flatter with an invitation. After all, this is the social event of the season. Well, I guess you'll just have to break a few hundred hearts, right, Blanche? I know. I haven't had to disappoint so many men since Daddy tore tore down the... The
8: treehouse. <laughs> uh, okay, but you know what? Uh, I like it. It was pretty I, awesome. Like they didn't have backgrounds. Like there was like there was no sort of zoom background no, that no, they no. used. Yeah, yeah. And it was just I felt like it was just like community theater almost. Like it was really awesome. So I you, liked it. Can
6: you see that? what are they reading on? Like are they reading off a screen or do they have actual physical? No, they're reading like on. That?
8: Like it was funny. Matthew and I were trying to figure that out. We think they had like a teleprompter yeah, kind of thing sure. in front of. Them. Oh, okay, so, an yeah, yeah, iPad maybe. That's what I think with they, they do. One of those apps. They Otherwise, do wardrobe changes. Oh, they did. They did do wardrobe changes. How do that, There's a scene where they then go to the couch, so they, they sort of went, the screen went dark for a moment, Yeah, and then they came back, and they're all in robes. Oh, wow. Yeah, it is like wanna, community theater. <laughs> I want to hear it a little bit more. Dorothy. So this is how it
2: played out on television, okay. the original. Okay. Where's my heating pad?
11: <laughs> how should I know? And if this isn't it, I'd like to know what other electrical appliance you're using under that blanket. <laughs> Golden girls. <laughs>
8: That you can't have it. I need it. My chest is congested. Well, what about my chest? It needs heat, too. I don't care about your chest. I
3: just care about my chest. <laughs> well, you're the only one who does.
5: <laughs> <laughs> See, I think when you hear the live reading, though, don't it's
2: missing my- some of those laughs, right? Yeah. Which I guess How you're getting from the people at home watching.
5: Well, if this
1: isn't it, I'd like to know what other electrical appliance you're using under that blanket. Blanche, you can't have it. I need it. My chest is congested. What about my chest? It needs heat, too. I don't care about your chest. I just care about my chest. You're the only one who does. <laughs> <laughs> okay,
0: that's actually pretty funny. I like that. This is the Roz and Mocha Show podcast.
4: We're you thinking.
2: Hey, it's Razamoka. how are you?
4: Hey, how's it going?
2: <laughs> What's your name again, Vicky?
4: Rishi! Oh my god, I can't believe you're calling me! <laughs> uh,
2: so, you we just wanted to call to welcome you to the Raza Mocha show, because uh, we're like 11 years deep now into the show, mm-hmm. and you texted saying that you only discovered the show last year, and it was through our podcast.
4: Yeah, I was just looking at random podcasts, and... Um, I just found it and I listened to one episode. I'm like, oh my God, I am hooked.
2: So did you like not know about the Razamoga show before?
4: No, I didn't. Like I look I drive a lot and I just flip through radio stations and I, I did see, hear you guys before, but I didn't know you had a podcast. You know what I mean?
2: And you are now on episode what of our podcast? I'm on episode 80. Oh, damn, we're, you know, we're almost at like 200, right? I know,
4: I know. I have to catch up, man. It's, it's my mission in life to catch up.
2: We've had people,
6: we've had people binge the podcast because I don't even know how long that is. They're like, say, two hours each and 180 and oh, that's a lot yeah, of Some days, episodes, man. some of
2: our earlier episodes are like four plus.
6: Yeah, so we've had people binge the entire podcast and are now going back and starting it again.
4: Oh my God, I can't believe they do that. That's nuts, yeah, you know? Yeah, yeah. And... Like I message like I wrote in my message, it's like I was going through a hard breakup and I'm like, Oh my god, all I need to do is laugh. So all I did was listen to you guys for like hours. It was so amazing. No. Oh,
2: that's so nice. How
6: Thank you, you do- so much. How are you
4: doing after the breakup now? Uh I'm doing pretty good, you know what I mean? I'm not gonna lie, Roz, your 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 advice was, was, was really good, you know what I mean? Like something you always say, which is like close your eyes and um you picture your picture your partner in your life, you know? And when I thought it was no, I had to, I had to end it, you know? Oh,
5: oh wow. You, oh, you, you ended, ended it. it. Oh, jeez.
4: How long were you with this person for? Oh, man. Four years. It was hard, man. I felt so much guilt, you know?
2: Like, during those four years that you guys were together, were you still not really feeling it, but, like, hoping that it would turn into something that you could see
4: even longer term? exactly yeah that thing that's what it was you know what i mean Mm -hmm. i thought it would get better you know what i mean and i think i was in there for like two years too long you know oh wow wow
2: that's a long time two years so what about now are you like single or are you dating someone
4: no i'm still single i'm still kind of i'm still i'm still healing you know what i mean this was only about a few weeks ago so
6: oh oh damn all right then yeah that's uh it takes time Yeah, yeah, yeah just allow yourself to take that time
2: Well, thank you very much for your text. Thank you for listening to The Razamoga Show, uh, both the live show and the podcast. We appreciate it. And between Razamoga, who's
4: your favorite? Okay, okay, okay. You're going to love this, but I'm actually from Scarborough, so I'm going to have to say mocha.
6: Yeah, no! All the great things you just said about me. <laughs> I was the one that helped yeah. him get through the thing. All the great things, and it comes down to Scarborough. All the great things.
2: Yes. Damn right, damn right. <laughs> yeah, my yeah, brother. Yeah. Thank you so much,
4: man. You have a great day. Okay, take care,
5: guys. Take care, smooth,
0: cool, dude. Shut up. Man. <laughs> you know what? Like... <laughs> hey, yeah. This is the Roz and Mocha Show podcast.
2: Shank, it's Razamoka. Here's a text that we got. It's my thirtieth birthday on Sunday. Since I can't get a call from you guys that day, would love a call before. P.S. I'm throwing the biggest thirtieth birthday bash in Brampton and defying all social distancing laws. What do you say? <laughs> Three hundred people. <laughs> Shut up, <laughs> Shank. I know. I know it's a joke. I know it's a joke. But, I know. I know. But but yeah. but behave your damn self out there in Brampton. Too many of you in Brampton still defying. All the rules. Breaking all them rules. Every single rule. I, can, I honestly, I don't even know. I'm buying a salad. The guy
3: comes up to me. like, social distance. He's like, what? I'm like, come on, man. Like, keep your distance from me. He's like, takes a salad and walks to I'm like, what can I do with you guys? <laughs> like, every weekend is a party that's like, has at least like 100 people somewhere. Low key. I'm like, oh my, I'm so frustrated with you guys.
2: So because it's a different situation this year Like pre-COVID What would your, your birthday weekend typically look like? You know what? For the past
3: few years At least four or five years Usually like a backyard party they have a big enough backyard We just barbecue, drink And just have at least 20, 30 friends over yeah. And just have a good time, right? And just, you know Everybody has a good time You don't have to worry about, you know Like h- how much you're going to spend out Like time limits and none of that stuff How
2: old are you so that you have like, so you know many what? friends? He Say he's
6: going to be 30 <laughs> No, I know, but you you can't be 30. I don't believe you're 30 with that many friends. You have to be at least 60. Like you can't collect thirty whoa, friends whoa. by the time you're thirty. It's impossible. The That's math doesn't not. work.
5: <laughs> well, not now.
6: <laughs> well, I, have, I make a friend a year, right? Pretty much, right? Yeah, like you can't. Like I, I'm, I'm whatever. How old am I? Forty-five. Forty-five. I do I'm not have. I do not head. have forty-five <laughs> yeah. friends. When I was thirty, I did not have thirty friends. Really? No. That I would invite to a party? Yeah. No. I could
2: easily invite thirty people to my Shut place this weekend. You're a liar. liar. You no, I swear. Really?
6: And they would come. Like you're not. Like people. There's nobody on that list that would be shocked to hear from you. You? Absolutely not. Really? Every single oh, one of the really weekend. You are kidding me. No, I swear. If I invited okay, no no joke. Yes. Like people that would probably <laughs> I may not consider them a friend, but they probably consider me a friend. Yeah. Right?
5: <laughs>
6: I'm a big deal. Yeah, I think it's, I'm a big deal. They're not all from so, on one place. Okay, right? hold on a second. On. Hold on hold on a second. Yeah so people that would consider me a friend, if I try to invite, no joke, if I try to invite 30 people, okay, that okay. would consider me a friend to my place, there would be a good number of people on that list where I would send them the invite and their would their reply would be like, man, so great
2: to hear from you. And you would still have no idea who really they are. No, I would, but I
6: haven't <laughs> talked to them in years. <laughs> like, in order for me to get thirty people, yeah. I have to dip into like a friend group that I'm not even friends with anymore. Oh wow! So how
3: many people can you have? Let's just say at your
6: backyard party then for your birthday. What you don't abba- you don't 10? embarrass me, you jerk! <laughs> <laughs> I'm just asking. Ten, fifteen, like, like, like people who I actually consider friends. Like where I'm, like oh my god, we're like great friends. Yes. Are we talking about their plus ones or no?
2: Can I add them to the list? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I I do plus ones. Yeah. Okay, oh, I was okay. going to say no. Okay, so let's go with
6: no let's then. A, okay,
2: let's assume that they're going to have a plus one. Just give us a, the number of friends. Oh, yeah.
6: Okay, so I'm going to give you the number of friends and then you can double it if it's a, if it's a plus one because I don't want to pad my stats. <laughs> Okay, so <laughs> I'm gonna I'm gonna say like people that I would say were good friends. Like if it was my birthday and Catherine was like, what good friends do you want? Yeah. Well I know some people would be like they'd get to thirty and then because it would be really hard because they get the people that they have to invite. So if me good friends, honestly, I would give her a list of one, two, three, four. Four. Four? For four people. Wow, that's a rager.
4: <laughs> Plus ones,
6: though, right? Plus ones. Plus ones. So eight. So eight.
2: So eight. Okay. So for a party like okay. that, you know, how many kegs do you think you, you'd order for that day? Uh, I wouldn't even get. I,
6: you know, what's funny is that I could make a dinner reservation and I wouldn't have enough people to get like the big booth.
2: I know <laughs> You go in a restaurant They just take two tables yeah, and, and Squish them together, together.
5: <laughs>
2: <laughs> Yo Shank Yep Happy early birthday You celebrate this weekend And you be safe out there In Brampton okay Don't end up all on right. the news Thanks Don't so end much. up on the news On Monday or Tuesday <laughs> I don't want to hear After the long weekend Somebody in Brampton Named Shank Threw a massive yes. party And now COVID numbers Are going up well, I'll make sure that doesn't happen Okay right, brother. brother You take care man Thank all you right, for th- listening Alright thanks a lot guys This is the Roz and Mocha Show podcast.
6: Oh, hey, so the... What is this? The What do they call it? The National Toy Hall of Fame out of Rochester, New York. Okay. Announced this year's finalists for its class of 2020. So the list includes more than will be actually inducted. So these are the finalists and then from these finalists they will choose the games that will go into the Toy Hall of Fame.
2: And sometimes... From what I remember, there are years where finalists could be, like, multiple years they've been entered into the category to be a finalist, but then they just don't make it into the Hall of Fame.
6: So, I'm always, the the, the amazing thing, and not that I care about any of these toys, but the amazing thing to me... (laughs) The amazing thing to me is, okay, is that you have something called a toy hall of fame. I have zero feelings towards a toy hall of fame. Okay. okay? I have no feelings about this. I'm not going to argue one way way or another. Just let me finish. Okay. I forgot what I was going to say. Okay, so you got a Toy Hall of Fame, right? Okay, and if there is a Toy Hall of Fame, in my head, not that I care, but I think that there should be, like, I start populating the Toy Hall of Fame with what I think should already be in the Toy Hall of Fame. Okay. And then every year they release these lists of what the finalists are, and then I start getting extremely agitated because I'm like, how is blank not already in the Toy Hall of Fame? As it should have been. Right. Like, probably year one. Thank you. Bingo. Is not already in the Toy Hall of Fame. Really? No. Oh, but is weird. Bingo really a toy? Let's call it a toy. Uh, so the finalists are this. Baby Nancy. which Baby was you? Baby Nancy. It okay. was introduced by uh, Shindana Toys, a company dedicated to making toys that reflect black pride. Uh, Bingo, not in the Toy Hall of Fame. Jenga, not already in the Toy oh, Hall of that's Fame. A classic. Risk, not in the Toy Hall of Fame. Never played Risk. S- never played Risk. Sidewalk Chalk. <laughs> not already in the Toy Hall of Fame. Okay. Sorry. Not in the Toy Hall of Fame. Tamagotchi. Not in the Toy Hall of Fame. Yo, Tamagotchi was huge back yeah, in the day. I know. Uh, Yahtzee. Really? Is one of the finalists. Also. That's like a parents game. Yeah. Also, Light Bright. Light Bright? Yeah. Light Bright.
0: Just pop in the colored pegs to create favorite characters or their own light pictures.
6: And Milton Bradley. Bradley. Yeah, Setting kids' bedrooms on fire since 1971. <laughs> I remember when Lightbrite light came out. You ever burn your fingers on a Lightbright? <sighs> back in the day, yeah. Yeah, because you used to have to put a real bulb back there. I know. Right? And then they changed Lightbright where it wasn't, it was like some, I don't know. It's battery it operated. It was, we
2: have one in yeah. the house. But you used to have to, I, I had a, really a Lightbright
6: really you didn't. had to plug in and you had to screw an actual light bulb in there. Really? Yeah. Oh. Shut up, Maury. Shut up. <laughs> was it, like Shut a up. prototype Shut or something? Up, no, my First life, First edition? Right? No. Did
8: you play with it with Thomas Edison? Stop <laughs> it. <laughs> my... Stop one.
6: it. Stop it. Okay. <laughs> I'm I'm not that you know what and you know what my choices were today what? right now two stories I was thinking about doing yeah. one I was thinking about doing this and I'm like I know I'm gonna say something about a toy and you guys are gonna goof on me <laughs> for being too old right yeah. my old light was the size of one of those old computer monitors my old light was the size of like a 27 inch television oh it was huge God. so I was either gonna do this story yeah. or I was gonna talk to you guys about the split spinoff for Blackish called Oldish and I was like I'm not touching that story today. <laughs> I'm <What> not- times <laughs> <you're auditioning? laughs>
0: This is the Roz and Mocha Show
6: podcast. Uh, did you see this Ryan Reynolds commercial where he got Rick Moranis out of
2: retirement? I did. And Rick and Moranis it's for like What is great. it for like
6: a cell phone company or something like that, right? I mean, Mint. Mint. Yeah. It's hard to believe that Mint Mobile has gone so long without an unlimited plan. So to introduce it, we brought in an actor we've
0: all gone too long without, Rick Moranis.
12: So what do you want me to do? You want me to say something
4: about Mint? Uh, no, that would have been smart, but uh, no, it's $30. It's unlimited. It'll do just fine. Sounds good. I really got to get a phone. Listen, so why am I here? I'm just it's a huge fan. Oh, stop it. Come on, no, no, stop, stop it. Seriously.
8: Massive. That's it? That's it. See ya. Bye, Rick Moranis. <laughs>
2: Uh, And then he just walks off
6: the screen. Yeah, that was it. So the reason Rick Moranis left, and you know Rick Moranis, if you're kind of scratching your head right now, um, he's the dad in Honey, I Shrunk the Kids. Yes. And uh, uh, Spaceballs. Yeah. And he stepped away from show business in 1997 because his wife passed away of breast cancer. And so he just dropped everything to raise their kids out of the spotlight of show business and everything else. And... Nobody had really knew where he went, like, and then it, the story started coming out years later, uh, as far as why. But he never showed up in anything. He doesn't yeah. show up at any of the reunions. He doesn't do anything. And then Ryan Reynolds, freaking Ryan Reynolds, gets Rick Morris. Like the like, greatest like, Canadian like, ever. I know. Like I almost started to well up with tears when I, I saw this stupid commercial. I know. And uh, and then I and then I was reminded of how much he looks like. Dammit Maury.
2: <laughs> and it's funny, it he still commercial, looks like damn Yeah, but he looks like a young damn it.
6: I know. In this commercial. Oh, 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 come in here, right? Maury. Yeah, come on in here, Maury. Come on, take your lumps. What? It's your turn in the barrel, buddy.
8: <laughs> Get on in here. <laughs> <laughs>
6: What? <laughs> what did you think when you saw the Rick Moranis commercial that, that yesterday? That he had great
8: lighting and makeup.
6: No, no, that he looks like you, though, still. Oh, a
8: thousand percent. Do you think he looks more like you now? In fact, when I watched this at home last night, my husband was with me, and he's like, oh, no. Oh. <laughs> oh, really? <laughs> yeah. And he does, I you don't Rick, look like Zac Efron. Does he, did he think that Rick Moranis, uh, like, his hair was better than yours, or? Oh, everything. He's like, well, if you're going to look like Rick Moranis, then at least look like Rick Moranis, yeah. not, and it's you know, And it's crazy,
6: because you want to be able to say that if you look like somebody famous you could at least pick the time of their career to identify with <laughs> when they actually looked hot I look like
0: right? future <laughs> <laughs> here we go.
10: go the Roz
0: and Mocha show podcast
2: so that's it walking dead coming to an end I stopped watching season 3 did I get through season 3
6: I almost stopped watching season 2 when they were on the farm when there was this season when there was no zombies
2: no, that's because, spoiler alert, they were all in the barn. I know. You, you, but season two of The Walking Dead, there was no zombies. And then that one guy turned into one. Yeah. I know, very vague. <laughs> they, 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 Rick's BFF. Yeah, it wasn't a that good That was season. linking over Rick's wife. I
6: was so I was so enthralled with season one, and I loved it so much. And then season two rolled around, and I'm like, this is a zombie show with no zombies in it. I dipped. That's super boring.
2: Whatever the season was after they, spoiler alert, got... Out of the prison, oh wow! And okay. they went into that little town, yeah, yeah, yeah. And then Coral, yeah, was like all big man now with a right. rifle, right? Trying to flex. Yeah, I didn't. I didn't watch when they went to the compound.
6: I just I saw clips uh, and I saw so parts I watched all of, of that online. season.
2: Yeah. And then when they got out of there and they went to the small town, uh, and something had happened to Rick and he was like in a coma or something, right? So it was like four episodes into that season yeah. and it was like. I'm done.
6: I think the last time I really cared about Walking Dead was when that clip went viral. When that kid died, the the Asian kid. What was God. his name?
2: Spoiler alert! Oh
6: please, what was his name? Because you remember that everybody freaked out about that. Because <sighs> that guy no. with the baseball bat. What was that guy's name? Negan. Negan. Yeah. Right. Was it Greg? Who's the kid that, that that everybody loved that Negan took out with the bat? Oh, like smashed! Like oh, it smashed. was horrific. Yeah, it was horrific. It riff- was so.
2: Yeah. I will say, with the Walking Dead, though. Yeah. Like the sound effects and like the oh, way they. that yeah. no, was great. They made some of the noises. Absolutely. Was then I gotta find this clip. Absolutely. Oh, you can't play that. No, don't sorry, not the clip. I need to know this
6: guy's name. Yeah. What was the character's name? Because uh, well, people, people are, love that guy. I they know. were so sad.
2: People are when, uh, screaming at the when they took him out. At their speakers right now. I know. His name was... Glenn! 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 Thank you. Right, yes. Glenn! So why? Glenn, 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 so Glenn, so Glenn, Walking Glenn. Dead is what
6: it's done now, right? So
2: they are currently in season 10, yeah. and they've uh, added, they're going to add six more new episodes, and then next year, they're going to wrap things up, and I believe it's 30, I believe they're doing 30 episodes Oh, sorry, 24 episodes next season, which yeah, will be the That's end. a long season. Yeah, which will end uh, season 11. For a show like that,
6: 24 episodes, that is a monster season.
2: But there's also like a new spinoff series focused on um, Norman Reedus, his character, Daryl. Yeah. And then Carol. Right. As well. Yeah. I don't know what they're going to call it. Yeah. Walking Dead, Daryl and Carol. Yeah, Daryl and Carol? <laughs> Come on. <laughs> Come on. <laughs> can't do that. Please, Walking Dead. Please name That spinoff, The Walking Dead, (laughs) Daryl and Carol. (laughs) Uh, And then after, so uh? so there's that. But then you still have like Fear of the Walking Dead, which has their sixth season debuting next month. And then another series, The Walking Dead World Beyond, also debuting next month. So there's still a lot from The Walking Dead universe. Just the original storyline is wrapping up next year. But, but if, at it's,
6: least, if it's all in the same world, isn't it still the original storyline?
2: I guess it takes part <laughs> again. I haven't watched beyond that. Right? Nah, again, one no, no, season, no, me, so neither, me these, neither, these neither. other ones yeah. could happen within the same timeline, just in different parts of the country. Right, yeah, I am looking forward to Daryl and Carol, though. Yeah,
0: it's gonna be super <laughs> lit, right? This is the Roz and Mocha Show podcast.
6: There's times when you work on show business where you're like, oh my god, I made it! Like just different things that happen, right? Okay. I've had that over the years too. The first time I was a, a clue in a crossword puzzle was like the greatest day of my life. You were? Yeah, twice.
12: No! Yeah,
6: yeah, yeah, Once in the National Post and once in the in the Star.
2: First name or full name?
6: It was the, like, no, it was both. One and one was one in the other.
2: Yeah? Yeah, yeah. Oh, that's amazing.
6: Yeah, so there, there's you other things. Uh, no, I lost it. I don't even know what I, Dude. yeah, yeah, I don't know what I did with it. Anyway, so there's things that, there's things that happen when you're in showbiz where you're like, oh my God, I've made it, regardless of all the other successes that you have. And I'm reading the tra- this Travis Scott's Because Travis Scott is the first celebrity since 1992 that has partnered with McDonald's to make their signature meal available in a bundle. Okay, what is okay, it? Okay, so in '92, don't you do you remember the McJordan in '92 when Michael Jordan <laughs> <laughs> released you know what? when they partnered with Michael Jordan for all the things that I know <laughs> about
2: Michael Jordan? Yeah, I do
6: not remember. You don't remember the McJordan. the McJordan? No. Okay, so the McJordan was a burger, so it was a quarter pounder with cheese and bacon yeah. and a, and a brand new barbecue sauce on it. Okay. It was like the McJordan barbecue sauce. Yeah. So that that happened in 1992, and now Travis Scott debuts his.
2: Oh. Yeah. Can I guess what it is? Yeah. Is it called the McTravis?
6: No, no, it's just, I don't oh. even know what it's called. It should be called the McTravis. The McScott? Uh, okay, but his is a quarter pounder with cheese and bacon and lettuce. Oh, they've added. Okay, fries with barbecue sauce to dip the fries in yeah. and, a, and a Sprite for six bucks. So that's the that's the Travis Scott signature. It's mean, the McJordan and added lettuce? Yeah.
5: <laughs> <laughs> it's the McJordan oh. with lettuce.
2: And <laughs> a <The> Sprite.
0: <laughs> All right. Whatever, man. You This is the Roz and Mocha Show podcast.
6: About that time? Yeah, Mocha, you ready? Of course! Let's do the
0: news! <laughs> A Roz and Mocha Show and KISS 92.5 Newsbreak.
6: So I know we had been talking about the viral video of the sort of reimagining of Fresh Prince of Bel-Air. Yes. And we knew that Will Smith was then involved, and we knew that it was then being pitched. So Will Smith made the announcement yesterday on what the current status is of the dramatic reboot of The Fresh Prince of Bel-Air.
4: We have just officially closed the deal with Peacock with an unprecedented two-season order from a pitch. I've been in this business for 30 years, and that
2: does not happen. So on NBC? Or- Peacock. Peacock.
6: Peacock. Peacock, like, it's as in it's the, the streaming service. Oh.
2: oh, the NBC streaming service.
6: Yeah, um.
2: yeah. Okay, how much do That's... I love Fresh Prince? To <laughs> yeah. Add another. I don't think you can. I don't think you have the option. So
6: you got to find out who's gonna who's gonna book it up here. Because I don't think we I don't think we can sign up for Peacock in Canada. No. Uh, Roberta Pataglia from Brampton. Am I saying that right, Brampton? <laughs> <laughs> Tearing cool. it up Brandon on America's behave. Got Talent. Yeah. Last night got a standing ovation. Really, huh? She's young. Uh, The uh, live results finales are on September 23rd. And if you remember, uh, Roberta was the contestant that uh, Sophia Vergara gave her golden buzzer to at the very beginning, right?
2: I met Roberta, I believe, three years ago. You did? Yeah, she sang. I was hosting an event. She sang the uh, Canadian National Anthem. Oh, wow. And I was like, there's no way that voice came from that little girl. Yeah, isn't that crazy when that happens? She is fantastic. And her family's so nice. Yeah, she's 11. She's 11 years old. Her family, like, they are the sweetest. Ah, So good luck,
6: Roberta. We love you. It's awesome. People are now snitching for clout on... Uh COVID parties and whatnot, you got to listen to this clip. I played it over and over and over and over again this morning. Uh, so, this is a guy who goes by Harold Meds on Insta. He's a Queen's University student and he recorded yeah. himself confessing to snitching on the uh, party that was happening down the road from him. Listen to this.
9: Just snitched. <laughs> Just called the police. Just snitched. Just snitched, just did it, just did it, have fun. <laughs> that
2: sounds like a kid who did, who's like pissed off he didn't get invited to that party.
9: Uh, Do
6: you, Harold? Can you play that one more time for yeah, me, please? Yeah, of course.
9: Just snitched. Did it. Just called the police. Just snitched. Just snitched, just did it, just did it, have fun. <laughs> oh,
2: that's to Steal Your Girl right there. Right?
6: Uh, apparently Borat 2 has already been filmed we saw clips of Sasha Baron Cohen dressed up as something a little while ago and then there was a picture of him that was released as Borat uh, but it's already been filmed now the premise of Borat 2 is that Borat feels that he's too famous from the first Borat movie so now Borat has to go in disguise as other people to interview people so it was always Sasha Baron Cohen in disguise as Borat but now it's Sasha Baron Cohen as Borat in disguise as other people (laughs) (laughs) very nice so it's it's (laughs) Borat Forat, <laughs> who is now trying to conceal his identity, he's nice, he's which nice. seems great. Uh, this Tory Lane's and Megan the Stallion story is so wild to me. It's still going on? Well, no, but nothing has happened, and I c- can't remember the last time that. There's been no information about one of these stories. like there's been no leaks, there's been no arrests, there's been no anything. It's wild to me. So TMZ is reporting that Tori Lanes, uh, who Meg says shot her in the feet, texted Megan while she was still in the hospital 15 hours after the incident happened. and he wrote her this, "I know you're probably never going to talk to me again, but I genuinely want you to know, I'm sorry from the bottom of my heart. I was just too drunk."
2: Oh come on! So that's
6: his—that's uh, his reasoning behind that. And uh, uh, there have been uh, no arrests yet with Tory Lanes, um, but the L.A. County DA is considering charging him with felony assault with a firearm. But I mean, but he is from nothing. Brampton. Yeah, there's nothing though. And
2: it's Brampton no people shit. say some pretty dumb stuff. Yeah. but I was sorry I was shot you. I was drunk. Yeah, nah, no, come on, man. Right? <laughs> yeah, not no. cool, Tory
6: Lanes. Celebrity fitness trainer Jillian Michaels shockingly, is telling people to avoid going to the gym after she herself contracted COVID-19.
11: If you are afraid of getting COVID, a public gym is probably a place where you will get it. And I I would love to tell you that's not the case, but the reality is if you're not in a mask and that person is not in a mask and they have COVID and have no idea, because by the way, I had no idea that I had it for six days. My friend had no idea that she had it when she gave Uh. it to me. Anticipate that you will likely oh get it in an environment like that. And if you are afraid of it, by all means, it's not a move that I would recommend making.
6: Ooh. And in Toronto, Barry's Boot Camp, which is the gym that you've heard about so many times on this show, because that's where Dan Maury goes to work out. Yeah, and look fit, so- bro, by the way. Um, so fit. <laughs> Barry's bootcamp said, uh, "In an abundance of caution, it has temporarily closed its doors, mm. uh, both locations in Toronto, after a single COVID-19 case within the Barry's community." Block reports that Barry's bootcamp announced in an email to its members, "You got this email, Maury? You did, huh? Was it you? Uh, <laughs> no The it? email reads Always in part, uh, once we can assure the safety of our clients and staff, we will announce a reopening date. We are optimistic that this will be within days. So they are just taking a huge precaution because guess, one wow, of the, one of the people who... Now. No, you cannot be too safe. Uh, Carol Baskin, we all know this. Dancing with the Stars. She's the big story on Dancing with the Stars. And I don't know what they're going to do when she gets voted out the first week because... Then you got to build up other storylines because the storyline going into this is just Carol Baskin. Yeah. All the information being released is just all about Carol Baskin. The only thing that people are talking to the new judges about are, is all just Carol Baskin.
2: They want that big Monday night
6: premiere, right? So her first number on Dancing with the Stars is.
2: Oh, <laughs> <come> on. <laughs> yeah, this is what she'll be dancing to. No, are you serious? Yeah, yeah that's what they say. How can you not? I guess.
6: Right? Remember those pictures from the documentary with her and her husband dressed up in like oh, le- leopard print onesies and he's on all fours but with like, a like, What other song
2: like, would they super use for her? weird, man. Right? What other you, song? Yeah, this is pretty much like if you know that she's going to be on one show and one show only, you might as well just go with oh, this song. hold on. What? Wait, give me one second.
6: Okay. Do you have a song in mind? Yeah, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. I have a song in mind. I have a song in mind. Okay. Okay, and uh, if you want to turn my computer up, I will play it for you. This is the only other song that came to mind, okay, as far as what Carol Baskin could and should dance to. Okay, hit me. Okay, you ready? Yeah.
5: What's new, Pussycat? Whoa, whoa, whoa.
4: What's new, Pussycat? Whoa.
2: Can I tell you? Yeah? First of all, I don't know who the hell sings a song. Tom I, Jones, man. That means nothing to me. And- What's the matter with you? Nothing. I oh. just don't know Tom Jones. Why are, why are you so shook right now? No, no, no. Because oh. as we were playing this Eye of the Tiger song, <laughs> yeah. right? Yeah. In my mind, I yeah. was like, the only other song that you could yeah. play yeah. is Hello or What's Up, Pussy Gat.
5: Really? Yeah.
2: <laughs> <laughs> By whoever. Jones.
6: <laughs> that guy. Dave Jones. But you and I lived a wild, wildly different lives growing up. Not that I was sitting in my house rocking out to Tom Jones when I was a kid. I don't want you to think that, okay? Too late. No, that's not That's not what happened at all. I'm just saying you, you live in a world where this song exists, okay? Uh-huh. That's all I'm saying. Half of the 10 most common birthdays are all next week. So yesterday, the 9th is actually the most common birthday in the U.S., according to a new study. Really? Yeah. September 13th through the 19th has more birthdays than any other week of the year with five days in the top 10. So the most common birthdays are September 9th, the 19th, the 12th, the 17th, the 10th, the 7th, the 20th, the 15th, and the 16th, and the 18th. So if you do the math, because I know what you're saying, what was going on 40 weeks before that? Christmas break. (laughs) Uh, Donald Trump, the new Bob Woodward book that is coming out is just full of bombshells. Uh, One of them is that Donald Trump told Bob Woodward that Kim Jong-un thought that Obama was an (laughs) a-hole. Wow. (laughs) Right? And then I guess he described his relationship with Kim Jong-un and how quickly it started by saying quote you meet a woman in one second you know whether it's going to happen it doesn't take you 10 minutes and it doesn't take you six weeks it's like whoa you know it takes somewhat less than a second that was him talking about his relationship and how fast it started with kim (laughs) jong-un I kid you not. It was
2: meant to be. Yeah, it was meant to be. (laughs) Together forever. Yeah,
6: yeah, right?
2: (laughs) Might as well carve carve your initials on a tree.
6: You gotta be kidding me. Uh, Also, the two big things that are coming out are uh, Trump talking very early on about the coronavirus. So on January 28th, there was a discussion within the White House where National Security Advisor Robert O'Brien told Donald Trump, this will be the biggest national security threat you face in your presidency. And he went on to say that uh, this is going to be the roughest thing you face. So Trump, according to Bob Woodward, um, early on, Trump had said this to Woodward.
10: It goes through air, Bob. That's always
4: tougher than the touch. You know, the touch, you don't have to touch things, right? But the air, you just breathe the air. That's how it's uh, passed. It's also more deadly than your, you know, your even your strenuous flus.
6: So 10 days later, he called Woodward back to talk about, admittedly, that he was downplaying the dangers of coronavirus, even at that time, to the American people. Well, I think, Bob, really, to be honest with you... Sure, I want you to I
4: wanted to always play it down. I still like playing it down. Yes, sir. Because I don't want to create a panic.
2: Wow. Right? So this book obviously had been in the works for some time now. Yeah. Because we would have heard these clips. Well, that's one of the things
6: that Woodward is being um, long ago heavily accused of is okay. why did you wait until now to release this? But he's of course, he was working on the book and you to got promote, it through legal yeah. and you got to do everything else. But yeah, he's got a book to promote. So uh, so there's that. Um, the most popular baby names of 2019. So that list was just released. <sighs> you want to do boys or girls first? Let's start with uh, girls. Girls. Okay. At number 10, uh, Evelyn. Mm-hmm. Harper at number nine, Mia at number eight, Amelia at seven, Charlotte at six, Isabella, not Isabelle, but Isabella Uh at number five, Sophia at four, Ava at three, Emma at two. What do you think the most popular baby girl girl name is right now? No, Olivia. Oh, okay. That's a nice name. Olivia. Olivia. Now for the boys at number 10, do you want to take a guess at one of the names that's on here? Like a popular baby name? Harry. Uh, No. Oh. No. Doug, I think that you, you think Megan and Harry have a much larger impact on what people name their children than I think they actually a, have. Oh uh, Carter? Carter. no. Yeah, uh, no. Ethan. Oh. Oh, okay. Yeah. at number nine uh, at ten. Uh, Mason at nine. Lucas at eight. Benjamin at seven. Oh wow. James at six. Elijah at five. Mm-hmm. William. At
5: four, oh, <laughs> oh. what you gonna do, Harry? <laughs> 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 name
6: Oliver. Okay. Uh, Oliver at three. Noah still Noah, always in the top huh. five. Right. Noah at number two, and number one is Liam. Oh, Liam is the most popular boy baby name it last year. Uh, Machine Gun Kelly will be working alongside Robert De Niro and John Malkovich in an upcoming film called Wash Me in the what? River. What? Yep. Yeah. Like uh, a
2: major, major role?
6: Yeah. Uh, wow. The motion picture, which is uh, directed by Randall Emmett, will focus on a recovering opioid addict who's seeking justice against drug dealers who sold the narcotics that killed his fiance with law enforcement and investigating the situation. Uh, Machine Gun Kelly, whose real name is Colson Baker, is currently uh, working with Megan Fox and that same director, Emmett, on a movie called Midnight in the Switchgrass. That film is expected to be a sought-after commodity at Toronto Film Festival, which is happening today. Wow. Uh, Quavo has also been a negotiation to appear in that movie as well. The same uh, De Niro. Quavo from Migos? Yes.
2: <laughs> yes. No.
6: Quavo, Machine Gun Kelly, John Malkovich, and Robert De Niro. De Niro, De Niro, can De Niro. Can you imagine that cast? No, in the movie? absolutely not. Right? It's good, though. though. I'm interested, though. Everybody's loving Machine Gun Kelly. They think that guy can act, too. Yeah. He was, uh, what's that? He's so hot He's so, he's so hard. Hot. Oh, yes, morning. He's so hot. <laughs> <laughs> Did you watch that Motley Crue movie with him in it? He's really good not in it. It's on no. Netflix. He's really good. Yeah. Like he's, yeah, Machine Gun Kelly's a, like, he can act. He's not, oftentimes when you get these guys, they put them in roles that are just very similar to their own personality. Yeah. So they don't really have, so it's not a huge stretch for them. And that Motley Crue movie, he was very much that. Um, but then he had one quick little part in The King of Staten Island. He was really good in. And then I saw oh, him And, right, then I, yeah. and then I saw him in something else as well recently. I know he's a good actor. Uh, today is the 30th anniversary of the debut of The Fresh Prince
2: of Bel-Air. Oh, uh, yeah. Oh, my God. Uh, one of my favorite shows lasted six seasons, and this is um, Will seeing his aunt Viv for the first time and meeting Uncle Phil for the first time in a long time from okay. season one, episode one. Really?
4: Hey, Aunt Viv, Sweet.
5: how are you doing? Hi. <laughs> you
4: oh doing? my goodness! Let me look at you. Turn around.
1: Oh,
10: a man. Uh, that was the plan. <laughs> <laughs> it is amazing. You certainly have grown, Will. Well, we all have.
5: <laughs> <laughs> did you
4: see they
2: uh, they dropped like a clothing line today? Oh, did they? Of a bunch of different like um socks and hats and oh, hoodies really, yeah? and t-shirts. Oh, and I was like cool. checking out all the stuff in celebration of the thirtieth anniversary of Fresh Prince of Bel Air, and it's actually all pretty reasonably price like the t-shirts like 35 bucks hats 40 snapback is 40 bucks two packs of socks is 30 bucks <laughs> it's expensive you get masks pack of socks pretty a four pack come on of of uh, face masks yeah for 30 bucks
6: i'm you, down you explained to your dad that you pay 30 dollars for two fresh print socks
2: I yeah know. i'm not yeah, exactly him. i'm a grown-ass man i got no money
12: walls <laughs> uh, uh. and mocha QA.
2: All right, fellas, time to answer some questions on the podcast. We'll head to the phones. What's up, what's up? You got Razamoka. Oh, my God. (laughs) All right, bro. How do you say your name? Because I don't want to screw this up. Uh, If you want, you can just pronounce my
3: last name because it's easier to say. But my first name is pronounced Warsami.
2: Warsami. Perfect. That's Uh actually how you say it. There you go. What nationality is that? Uh, I'm Somali. Oh, okay. That's a nice name. I like it. Yeah, I appreciate it. Thank Uh, you. uh, What's your question?
3: My question is... What's an unpopular opinion that you have that most people
7: do not agree with you on? Well, Jeez. for Roz,
2: that's everything. Everything. <laughs> um, I, will, I, will, <laughs> I will say I have a, I have a lot. Uh-huh.
7: I, oh, really? Yeah,
6: Shocking. Okay, but about, but I, I'm going to say like 80% I would never say on this show. These are opinions
8: that, these are opinions that you agree on that others don't. No, these are things, that, it's an
6: unpopular opinion, so I feel that blank, but most people, I think, would disagree with me. Okay, oh, right. I have one. Or, or, or it right. would be an unpopular opinion, right? Exactly. Right. Yes. Yeah. So of exactly.
2: I have one that I think is universally uh, kind of agreed upon yeah. somewhat, but it would be you that would fight against it. Yes. When it comes to escalators... Stand on the right and you can use the left to walk.
6: No, I think that you just should stand always on an escalator. Right. And it's been proven that that's the most efficient way to get people from down to up and up to down. Yeah, an escalator, it's. I like things that are used the way that they are supposed to be used, uh-huh. right? And for me, walking on an escalator defeats the purpose of an escalator.
8: Why do they have the sticker? What do you mean? They have the sticker that says walk. No, that's
6: because they had to do that for safety because a-holes start marching up escalators, bumping normal people uh, out of their way. So, yes, walking on an escalator to me. You will never catch me walking on an escalator (laughs) and never catch me walking on it. No matter how much of a rush I'm in, I just enjoy the ride. Yeah. Here, let me give you one. Go. Okay. Beyonce is not an icon. Oh. Okay. Now I'll tell you this. I'll tell you this. Uh, let Girl, me explain. Let 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 me explain. I think Good Beyonce. Luck. I think Beyonce is uh, an icon for a lot of things. But what I find troubling about Beyonce's iconic status. Yeah. Okay. If you went around the street and asked people, "Is Beyonce an icon?" I think almost hundred percent of the people would say yes. Yes. But I think this. I think if you then said to those same people, name five Beyonce songs, the vast majority of people would fail. You think so? I do. I will will say this. I 100%. And I think that if you are going to be an icon, most people should be able to name five Beyonce songs. Not Destiny's Child songs, 5 Beyonce songs. And I think it was. and I think that if you walked up to anybody on the street and said is Beyonce an icon, 100% of people would say absolutely yes. And if you then said name 5 Beyonce songs, I think the majority of people would fail to do so. And I don't think I don't I don't understand how somebody can achieve in music that iconic status when
8: regular people cannot not name 5 Beyonce songs. Did you Beyonce watch songs. Family Feud this week because they asked a hundred women. Yeah. Name a name five female. Yeah. Name, name five uh, female icons. Yes. Beyonce was not on there. Oh, she was not. She was not. Oh, oh wow. wow. Okay.
2: How about this? Unpopular opinion. Yes. I believe ketchup should never, ever, ever, mm-hmm. ever be put on eggs. Mm-hmm. Should never be put in macaroni and cheese. Right. Should never be used as a dipping sauce for
8: steak. Right. I don't think ketchup should be used on anything. I know, you hate ketchup anyway. <laughs> <laughs> two, oh, yeah. two unpopular opinions. Yes. That, <laughs> that pineapple absolutely should be on pizza. That is a
6: very unpopular opinion. Uh. And
8: that Mariah <laughs> Carey is the greatest <laughs> female vocalist of all time.
6: Wow. No, she's not?
8: No, but that's my opinion, and it may be unpopular.
6: Uh, <laughs> yeah. Okay, ri- rice should definitely be eaten with a spoon. Say what? Rice should definitely be eaten with a spoon, uh, not a fork. If you eat if you eat rice with fork, a fork, you are dumb. No, okay, oh, the wow. rice the yeah. rices fall through the cracks in the fork. Yeah, no, like they a, do. A, f- a fork is not, not efficient. I, rice. I have a fork is not efficient to eat rice. Spoon is the efficient I'm tool. I'm sure to I eat have rice. eaten
2: rice with a fork, but I agree. I would much prefer yeah to eat rice with a spoon. Avocado ruins everything. Oh wow! No, no, nah, I disagree. I agree oh, with you, like, yeah. Oh, you
6: do? Yeah, avocado ruins 100%. everything. Hold on, what
2: is I your avocado? What is your unpopular opinion? Uh, my unpopular opinion is I think water is better than soda. Oh, really? So bland. Yeah, 100%.
8: <laughs> okay, there you go. <laughs> uh,
6: so plain. Uh, 16, Sixteen is too young to drive. It should be nineteen.
8: Um, pickles absolutely belong on a burger. I think most people agree with you on that.
2: Yeah, I like
6: pickles
8: yeah. on a burger. Oh,
2: yeah, popular opinion. I think pickles are in it.
6: Pickles, pickles,
8: Boy, pickles, The question is unpopular everything.
5: opinion. Yeah. <laughs> Not name every single popular opinion that the universe has. Yeah. <laughs> oh,
2: my man! Thank you so much for uh, for joining us on Ask Razamoko. I We appreciate you. No I just need, I just need to do this.
6: Thanks, man. Sham, come in here for one second because your head almost exploded when I said Beyonce wasn't an icon, and I need, to, I need to let you say I need to let you say your piece, and then you can, and then I'll let you chime in as well on Maury saying that Mariah carries the best female. Uh, singer of all time.
7: Well, that's wrong. Okay, um, <laughs> Beyonce is a hundred percent an icon. Never said and she, I know okay. your. I know your. Yes. I know your point is that people cannot name five Beyonce songs. Right. I don't think it should be disqualified if they name Destiny's Child songs because no, but she is be. Destiny's
8: Child. No, Beyonce. Song.
7: Beyonce. Be- Beyonce th- is okay, Destiny's okay, Child. No, no, no. but Formation. I think that. But I
6: think that Beyonce should have realistically done enough in her solo career that people should be able to name five Beyonce songs. And, but I, but I, I think I, that you uh, mm-hmm. saying that you, should, you need to include Destiny's Child songs goes to my point, which is musically as a solo artist, Beyonce has not reached iconic status.
7: So you're saying Beyonce is not a music icon? Or is she no, not an icon, period? No, because no, no, no. I would not no, no. argue that she's an icon. I said that, I totally. no,
6: Beyonce is an icon, okay? Mm-hmm. I just think musically, if you do achieve iconic status, if I said name five Michael Jackson songs, yeah. people would name a lot before they got through Jackson 5 stuff. Sure. Okay? And I'm not saying that Beyonce has the catalog that Michael Jackson has. I'm just saying that for somebody who's perceived to be an icon in music, people should be able to name five Beyonce songs. Well, I can, and I love you. B. Okay. Yeah, I don't know, but you're I a huge you, fan. I'm, I'm just saying regular beehive. regular people, like my old man, okay, mm-hmm. who didn't know any, through osmosis, you could name five Michael Jackson songs. You know what I mean? Sure. It's just But he wasn't in, like a Michael Jackson no, fan. No, not at all. But being right. in the world around an icon, mm-hmm. okay? You should be able to name 5 Beyoncé songs. I'm not saying it's not deserved. I'm not saying she's not an icon. I'm just saying that based on her music alone, I question the iconic status based solely on her catalog. I question your
7: musical taste, sir.
5: Okay. <laughs> <laughs> and Mariah Carey I'm not saying, is, I'm not saying I don't no, like no, Beyoncé.
6: Right. I'm not saying I don't like Beyoncé. Right.
8: It's just it's something that puzzles me. I find it I find it interesting. And Mariah Carey is the greatest mm. female artist of all time because that's even No, that's in, not what you said. You said the best
6: singer of all time. No, I
8: said greatest greatest female artist of all time. When you hire her, yes. you have to say that. It's part of the writer. Oh, my goodness. What
6: do you mean you have to it's say It's part it?
8: of the mandatory intro. Right. That they have to say when they okay, introduce but Mariah we, I, don't, I don't want the that, The greatest though. female artist of all time. Sell, and they have to talk about all of her number ones. Right, but I want to know your one.
6: opinion. What is your defense of that? I don't want to know what she contractually no, forces right. other people to say. She's good. So is she the best
8: female singer of all time? Don't you dare call Matthew. Is she the best female singer of all time? No. No, who is? Madonna. What, what? Based, sorry, based on what? Based on fierceness based on fierceness what are you even talking <laughs> <What? about right laughs> now? Okay, for, okay so let's okay now let's go
6: we'll, we'll okay we'll 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 put the iconic status of Madonna on one side but yeah. let's talk about vocal abilities right now because i think that that's where a lot of the argument for Mariah Carey would come from Mariah Carey in her prime you could i guess maybe argue that she was top of the oh, game yeah. so okay let's so let's say vocal abilities vocal
8: More. ability Mariah Carey would top Mar- so, Madonna but who's the best between the two no in general yes Oh, that's a question for the ages. But that's no. what you <laughs> said. You led into this. <laughs> no, come on.
5: With and
8: that. you said it like, with such yeah, confidence, like too. Such because I never. I, when I say things, I don't expect anyone to challenge me. Right. Because I usually leave the room. Okay, so
2: who so what would, would you, you say? S- if Matthew was in this room.
8: Oh, I would say whatever he want me to say because I I live with the guy. Right. So, yeah, of course she is. Do you have a thought on that, Shem? Do you have a thought on who the greatest
6: female vocalist of all time is?
7: Uh, yeah. One name comes to mind. The late Whitney Houston, for yeah. me, comes to mind. Yeah. What about Billie uh, Holiday? Great. Absolutely. But I think Whitney Houston's voice, there's something about it that's just sort of, and I, it's going to sound incredibly cliche and corny to say, almost like magical, yeah. honestly. It's just, it's sort of a one-of-a-kind generational talent. Yeah. Uh, and I think Whitney Houston just. I would me. argue Adele.
8: I'm
6: going to I'm gonna throw a name out there because I've recently just started to re-listen to a lot of the catalog. And when we're talking icon, we're talking icon. It's just like, you know what? My problem with icon is remember when every model just became a supermodel? Oh, and then, and yeah. then it diminished the actual supermodels. Super. When every model is a supermodel, then what is it? It means nothing to be a supermodel. When everybody who's a singer is an icon, then it diminishes the actual icons. I started re-listening to an actual icon. And I went back and I'm going through some of her catalog and there are songs of hers that weren't even big pop hits. They were like the mediocre songs on her albums. And she would still deliver a better performance on those songs than I think any contemporary pop artist has in the past 15 years can't even touch it. Tina Turner.
2: You know? Oh yeah. Tina,
6: Tur- I Tina Turner you were to me say that. Tina Turner yeah. to me is the greatest female vocalist of all time. Her voice is the most unique voice in in pop. I'm not saying she has the best range, but her performances, if you took somebody's best performance on a track and put it against Tina Turner's best performance on a track, I would never vote against Tina Turner.
8: I can't argue with this. Mm.
6: I would never vote against Tina Turner. To me, that is the one voice. of
8: Tina Turner was Still is the best concert I've ever been to. In fact, when we left, we went home, bought tickets for the next day because yeah. that's how good that was. Yeah, I,
6: I think Tina Turner is the, is the best female vocalist of all time.
7: Yeah, I would say she's the best female performer of all time, for yeah. sure. I'd agree with that. I don't know about vocalists. She's fantastic, of course, but performer, hands down. We talked about Beyonce. Yeah. Talk about somebody who really channels Tina Turner and a lot Beyonce, of her performances.
8: Absolutely, okay. absolutely. Right? Well, my absolutely. best Tina Turner song is "Nutbush City Limits."
6: You know what I was listening to? This is. Uh, you know what I was listening to? I was. Nut like, Bush. God, what was even the song? Yeah. It was. Um, I don't. It wasn't even like a massive hit. I think it was like from one of her '80s tracks. It was like, "You better be good to me."
8: Oh my god, that was oh, a huge right? hit,
6: dude. You no, know, it wasn't that huge. That was it a it huge wasn't. Hit. It was not. It. This we're not. This was not one of her biggest hits. Um, and that her performance on that track is better than any pop performance female vocalist in the past 20 years. What wow. about her 15 James, years?
8: She did a James Bond song.
6: Yeah, which is still not. It was still not great but she did. Remember Thunderdome? Remember oh, from the Mad yeah, Max movie? Oh, everybody remembers that. Yeah, We Don't Need did Another you, Hero. Yeah,
8: You didn't like GoldenEye?
6: Uh, no, I didn't like GoldenEye, no. Um, none of those Bond songs are good. None of those Bond songs are good, but uh, Private Dancer oh, yeah. and, ooh. You need f- to course, see the What's play. Love Got To Do With Broadway, it. What's Love
8: Got To oh. Do With It? Right. If Broadway ever opens up again, you have to see that
6: play. I'm not, doing, I'm not going <laughs> to a Broadway show. But, okay, there, there are a million different things you could have tried to get me on when talking about my love for Tina Turner, but don't send me to Broadway. I'm never going to <laughs> go to broadway i'm never going to (laughs) a show it's coming out on dvd i'm sure stop it
2: all right steph asks this question what is the weirdest why the f do you know that fact that you
8: know (sighs) maury i can tell here let me do it more like a quiz
2: no just give us the answer (laughs) the question is already a question okay
8: you can quiz you can this is how i do it though when i do this fact so i have to do this it's the only way i know how okay hey Hey, um, do you know how Starbucks hey, got its name? Hey how? How? What? What? Oh, and then I usually then go uh, fun fact. Yeah. They got their name because they're in the Pike Place they started in the Pike Place Market in in, in Seattle, yeah. which is by the water. Okay. So they got the name from a character in Moby Dick. Cool, fun fact. Captain Starbuck. (laughs) That is not a what the F, though. You know what? When I told Shem that, he was blown away. That's
2: not a what the F fact that you know. Like, that's, come on. Like, I have no business knowing that out of all the bones in your body, for some strange reason, like a quarter of the bones that are in your body are all found in your feet. Yes. I have no business knowing any of that. Right. But I heard that forever ago. And for some strange reason, it stuck with me. Like if
6: I were to say I know precisely and can close my eyes and and imagine it immediately and I can go right back to that moment, if I said that I know what Maury's dad's neck smells like.
5: I don't even know the answer <laughs> to that. that
6: that's a that's a what oh, the f how about I'm not saying that that's true I'm just saying that this is the level we should be playing uh, on' I'm, I'm
2: gonna assume uh <laughs> like Aramis cologne right. hey.
8: <laughs> Jacquard noir yes um fun fact our body is made up of ninety eight percent water okay well you, you what that's not a what the f though this everybody knows this stuff are you sure yes.
2: Anything else? Oh, the the phone was invented in Canada. No, that's not a what the (laughs) (laughs) F- Read the question again, Mocha, please. What is the weirdest, why the F do you know that? Fact that you
6: know. Yeah, what is the weirdest, why the F do you know that? That's not a weird fact. That's like grade four, like (laughs) public school. Anything else you want to try again? Grade
2: public school. What other facts do you know? Just the Starbucks one. That's it. (laughs) yeah. And also, going back to that Starbucks one, you could have presented that information Without asking us to ask the question. Yeah. You could have just said, hey, fun fact, and then continue your story. I know, story.
8: but I but I've always done it the one way. I only know how to present that I as think that way. That story,
6: but, that story was about 40 seconds long. I think you could trim it to about 15.
2: Yeah.
8: And well, how I think many the most conversations, of the time was on you.
6: No. But no, no,
2: how no, many no, conversations no. are you having where the person you're speaking to at some point says to you, Hey, do you know how Starbucks got their name? No, no, no.
8: No, because it's anytime I'm in line there with a friend, anytime I drive by one with a friend, like I bring out this piece of knowledge. What friend? Who? It's, no, well, uh, your friend
2: John. That y'all, you your make believe friend John. You always say every wow, time we ask so you, so aggressive
4: in
8: here. Every today. time we ask you about a friend, <laughs> oh, what the hell went on? John taught me that. Yeah, <laughs> I knew
2: it. I knew it. That's why I was pressing, because I was waiting for him to say John. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Any time we're driving by Starbucks, with John. Uh, yeah, John always says, "Hey, Maury." How does Starbucks get you know, their you name? You know,
8: I blew away a Starbucks employee by telling them that, and they didn't even know that. Because they don't care, more <laughs> Nobody cares. I just want you to nobody, get your
2: venti coffee and get the no, hell out. Nobody cares.
8: Oh, okay, here's one. Yeah, yeah. go. A quarter pounder with cheese in France is called a Royale with yeah, cheese. Yeah, we is it though? Do you know that for a fact, or did you watch Pulp Fiction? Just watch Pulp Fiction. <laughs> watch Pulp Fiction. <laughs> yeah.
6: <laughs>
5: yeah.
8: See that again. Now yeah. ask me what they call a Whopper. No. Oh, because that's the next line. Of yeah, the- I know. We all <laughs> saw Pulp Fiction, man.
2: Okay. Why do they call the Whopper or what do they call a Whopper? I don't know. Friend? I didn't go
8: into Burger King. Yeah. Okay.
2: Do you have any uh, <laughs> what the F like facts? Why would you know those facts facts?
6: No. I'm okay. D- no. Other than what Maury's dad's neck smells like.
2: <laughs> and Nazim asks, is there anything right now you wish was open or uh, returning to as normal, quote unquote, before coronavirus hit? anything specific mm-hmm.
8: damn yeah. more two places one uh, th- the gym I go to I really honestly speaking I miss it mm-hmm. like I love go I just love the loud music I like the escape like I love going there for everything other than the workout
6: is the gym in your building open or no 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 it's not huh? Okay. Oh?
8: and that's a bone of contention. Okay, because uh, everyone's upset. Like everything else is in stage three. Why is our, Why is the condo amenities still closed?
6: Because they don't want to spend the money to put the precautions in place. That's why it has to be. Because then somebody has to hire. Sorry, but somebody, has to, go, somebody has to go in and clean it?
2: Go to that gym. You don't
8: use that gym, right? No, but I think to what you're getting at is if the gym, I could go upstairs. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah. yeah,
6: because they don't want to hire somebody to go in and clean it every 45 minutes. That's right. That's yeah. why.
8: And I miss the meditation place I've been to, which is Om.
6: Om. Um, uh, because you, you can. You can't go in and meditate anywhere.
8: No, but I like that they had the lady. I love the lady at the front of the class that had this, the the really soothing voice.
6: Oh, okay. And then oh, she'd come dude, around there are... and
8: ask your permission to touch you. And then she'd touch you. Yeah. <laughs> How does she ask it? Like, well, give me, so where are you? Are you lying? So we're all lying around and she goes at the end, end of the class, dark. she's like, it's super dark and yeah. there's little twinkly lights on the ceiling. Okay. And she goes, okay, I am, uh, I'm going to come around and whisper to you, uh, to give me permission to touch you and then I will pass my energy through you. And then she'll lean over me and she'll be like, and then where does she put her energy? She'll put her hands, like, so she's over you. If you're yeah. lying down, she's over you. And she'll put... Like press, at your side or straddling you? Straddling. Like, no, but she's, like, above me. Strat- like, uh, above straddling? Like, if you were to do the Spider-Man kiss kind of thing. Oh, oh, okay, 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 I got gotcha. you. She's right? kneeling above your head. Yeah, okay. and so she presses down on your, on your shoulders kind of thing. Like she. That presses. feels good when people do that. Yeah. See? Yeah, yeah it's fantastic. Yeah.
2: Have you ever tried doing, like, any meditation at home? You can't
8: meditate at home with your oh, husband yeah, there. Oh, you can't. What's oh. your husband? <laughs> there it's not coming you can't do anything at home with I went to team. I went I went to this place to get away from that Oh
2: wow. wow. no I've been doing a lot of meditating at home with different apps there are so many out there yeah. where I just put my headphones on and, uh, and crank up the volume and just shut my eyes like the one with Matthew McConaughey everything I still haven't listened to that one but yes, on the <laughs> Com app, yes, Matthew McConaughey has a series of, uh, of things there. I still have not yet listened to that one, but yeah. I listened to a lot of the other ones.
6: Um, I don't know if there's anything that I, I wish was open that is closed because most things in, in my life no like I'm I'm not even I'm not particular even about the gym like I'd go every now and then and stuff like that and the steam room I do I want to go in the steam room I'm not Jones gonna go in a steam room like I don't really have I'm, I'm sort of simple like that like I don't yeah. have things that I I miss doing grocery stores open I can cook whatever I want to cook at home. Everything outdoor that I would want to do is open. Home Depot is open. Like all that stuff is happening. Sure. I don't go to any of those specialty places. Like I don't go for manicures and stuff like that. Yeah. Like I don't have that life. I, You know what I do wish? My God. And this, I cannot believe that this has not been talked about more. Once we open up the grocery stores in this sort of, you know, Goods and everything else, everything got restocked. I haven't waited in line at the grocery store forever, yeah. right? I haven't waited in line anywhere forever. Do you know where you will still wait in line? And it's a long line. Where? The bank.
2: Oh, serious? If you
6: have to actually physically go into a bank, yeah, it's a thing.
2: Who's you still know going into a bank? Actually. It's a, it's a thing. Not that long ago, I had to go to a TD bank. Yep. Yeah. And they, they had somebody standing outside screening everybody, asking you the typical questions. Yeah. And I waited outside for maybe five minutes because they only allow a certain number of people in this particular branch. Yeah. And then when that, you know, once one person leaves, then it's, it's your turn. But yeah, I would agree. The... The
6: bank in my neighborhood, before it opens, there's a lineup of 20 people outside. Do they do like the old
8: people hour? Not saying this is your hour, but do they do the old people hour where the old people get like the first hour of the day, like at grocery stores? I don't know, Maury, because I'm not old. (laughs) Okay, so let me ask it again and not look at you. (laughs) No, I'm not answering that question. No, but
6: the bank lineups are serious. Yeah, I had to go in. I had to get a check cut for a guy and I waited
8: 40 minutes in line. I don't, Can't you do an e-transfer? Sorry to interrupt. What about an e Couldn't you e-transfer the guy? Not that much money more.
2: Oh. <laughs> 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 I'm start sweating right now. <laughs> no, there isn't really much that I miss. I mean, the things that I miss are the things that I know my kid misses. And it just, like kills me that I can't take him to certain places that I know he enjoys because he's only three right now. And he doesn't like fully, fully understand what's going on. He knows people are sick is the way we've explained it. And like, there's lots of germs out there and we're just trying to be safe. Right. So there's a lot of places that he enjoyed going to, like there's a a, a play gym in our neighborhood that he loved going to. And that place has been shut down. So things like that. I would say if anything that during this pandemic, it has made me, like, I don't know. I just don't enjoy going into a store no. anymore. I just no. order literally everything online. I had yeah. to go. I ordered something from the Bay and then I had to return it. And I actually took it back to the store because I was curious to know what the Bay or just like what the mall looked like mm-hmm. during all this because it had been forever. What, what did the mall look like? Somewhat empty. A little bit of people. Yeah. Uh, but everybody was wearing a mask. Catherine- it actually kind of looks sad. A lot of the stores were still closed. Catherine
6: went to the mall and she said that it was a mob scene out in front of the Apple Store.
2: Re- oh, yes. The Apple Store. I did have to go to the Apple Store. But what I did was through the app, I booked an appointment. Right. I had a window. To line up, Can basically. you still walk in? You to, cannot walk in why to an Apple store. Why is there such a lineup
6: then? Catherine said there's like a 100 people waiting in line.
2: Because it's people who would typically go to the mall or yeah. go to the Apple store and just walk right in. You can't show up and just walk right in. If you show up, you have to like put your name down and you get a window. Oh, wow. So you have to wait God, until your name is called. Geez. Unless you do what I did, yeah. which is select a window online and then... Book that. Show up. Give your name, and then they let you in. Just to buy a dongle. Just to buy a dongle. Yeah. Yes, exactly.
6: Can you order a exactly. dongle
8: online? Yeah, but yeah, you know, you know what you're
6: getting. Because, and you, if, I mean, if you order a dongle from the actual Mac site, yes. But I don't. Oh, I don't buy any Mac things or Mac compatible things from anywhere else. Like I don't buy those on Amazon. I don't buy chargers on Amazon. Yeah. I don't do any of that stuff. I've had too many bad experiences.
2: I had to get the, uh, the camera on my phone swapped out. So that's why it wasn't something that I could just like order online and like have them ship yeah. it. Right. I had to make the appointment. I showed up and I, and they fixed it right there. What was wrong with the there. camera on your phone? There, um, new? one of the, yeah, no, but one of the lenses, when I got it, one of the lenses had like this little speck on the inside of the glass. So every time you would take a picture, you would see this little black speck. And it was on the inside. And it was on the inside. Oh, wow. So what they did was uh, they wiped, the, they cleaned the phone. That's how they track and you. And then they took it to the back and somebody swapped out the camera, gave it back to me. Yeah, nice. After I made my return to the bay, I was walking through and I was just like kind of browsing as I was leaving the the store. Yeah. And I was like, I don't really miss... Going up to a rack and selecting like a couple of shirts and like some jeans and no. going and trying stuff on. But I never liked doing that. I, I didn't mind it. it. I, I used to. I used Tried to love shopping. Oh, yeah, dude. I loved it. Now, but I mean, I stopped
6: loving shopping when I was about twenty-five. Oh, okay. Or Twenty in my late twenties. I used to love going to the mall, man. I'd go to the mall. Yeah. I'd go to like silver and buy like girls jeans and then take them home and try them on and look at my ass (laughs) and all this stuff. Like I used to love. I used to love that because I had a little bit of disposable income and I could go buy some, you know, cool clothes to go to a club and dance and all this like hit up Le Chateau and I would bring I would go to Le Chateau. I had no money, right? Like I had no money. I was making zero dollars basically. And I would still I would go to Le Chateau and buy a pair of like you know, black velvet pants kind of thing. Right. And then, oh, thank you. <laughs> and then I would take those black velvet pants on my way home from Le Chateau, still in the bag, bring them to my tailor, uh-huh. have them pin me up and then take them apart and rebuild them so they fit me Perfectly, and I would have him pull off all the labels and everything else, so it never looked like I was wearing Le Chateau, uh-huh. right? So it was I, a Raw's exclusive yeah, one of exactly. one, exactly. <laughs> so everything that I would buy at Le Chateau, and I had no money, but I was uh, I would pay a tailor to pull all these clothes apart wow. for me, extra and, toit. yeah, and uh, and put them back together extra toys. yeah, yes, no,
2: I, I. Prior to the pandemic, I loved going to the mall. I loved going to stores and like trying clothes on. Yeah. This latest experience, yeah. it just made me realize how much I am so far away from that person. Right. And I would much rather order everything online. Yeah.
8: No, me too. I order my shoes now online. And the- dangerous. Do you want to talk about Could fancy? Never.
2: No.
6: Here, talk yeah, about- go ahead. I,
8: I click the button on Amazon where a new pair will show up every six weeks. You need new, get one. new shoes. What, new every shoes every 6 weeks? Yeah, cuz these the same shoes, the same shoes. Why do you need the same? Is that new? not so awesome? No, why do you need new shoes every 6 weeks? Cuz with these slip-on shoes that I wear, the bottom I wear through the bottom so in fast. 6 weeks? Like it yeah, right back you in here. You don't do that much walking. For you to wear out those shoes. I For some reason, the soles of the feet or whatever, it starts, really, it starts wearing through. Oh, you buy, you buy, you stop buying cheap shoes. Yeah,
2: you order shoes on Amazon. Buy quality Dude, shoes. The way 20 bucks. We, you order <laughs> shoes on Amazon the way we order uh, toilet paper and paper towels <laughs> yeah. on Amazon, yeah. where it's on a subscription and yeah. it shows no. up like yeah. every
6: three months or whatever. You should not be going through shoes faster than you wash your bed sheets.
8: <laughs> That's true. That's some cheap
2: right? ass
6: shoes, bro. Yeah, some cheap you ass should. shoes. I know, but the
8: You'll never know when they're new or old.
6: Those are some cheap ass shoes, Maury. <laughs>
2: yeah, come on, man. Yeah. Make an investment in some proper
5: kicks. Yeah, <laughs>
2: <laughs> <laughs> like, seriously. Uh, Leah asks, what is your dream car?
8: Oh, yeah, here we go. <laughs> All right, <laughs> for the three gearheads in here. Yeah. <laughs> Damn, Maury, what's your dream car? I have a few. The, the DeLorean? Go. Yeah. Uh-huh. Okay, the MG because that's what Maxwell Smart drove and Get smart. Right, and the Ecto One from Ghostbusters, okay. which I Those believe. are your dream about, cars.
6: Yeah, huh. what
8: like to? Uh, uh, but what about a practical car? Like you, you're such a liar right now. She didn't no dream. Like I honestly, if they made the DeLorean to be automatic, I would I absolutely own that. First, first of all, okay, no, uh, your dream car is not that,
6: Maury. I know what your dream car is. What's my dream? You want a giant black Escalade. That's true. Because you want to drive up somewhere and then jump in the back seat and walk out the back door so it looks like you've been driven around. <laughs> you, want, you want a giant Escalade with, with black windows, yeah. right? It's just like, Maury's, like, his, his dream is to live in a house with stairs, right? Yeah. Like, he's, it's very simple and somewhat endearing, but your dream car, I know, because I've heard you talking, you've never once talked to me about a DeLorean. You've never once talked to me about anything else. The only thing is whenever we would drive by a giant black escalade with blacked out windows, you would go, Oh.
8: <laughs> it's nice and then Rods would always Dream. go, but the problem is, is that you have to drive. Yeah, it. yeah, I'm like, you only want to be in the back of that more. You
6: don't want to drive <laughs> that around and then you have to park and then jump in the back and like open the back door and be like, all right, man, so like meet you like nine, I'll be back at your bro. And then and then shut what? the window. No. What would
2: happen, like, if you pulled that move, right, and somebody, like, security or somewhere, you, you show up, and yeah. someone's like, hey, sir, can you, uh, you can't re- really park there right now? Yeah. Do you mind asking your driver just to pull around the corner? Yeah, you'd be like, okay, <laughs> hang on a sec.
6: Let me go talk
2: to him. Yeah. I
8: think the passenger seat is like a, the blazer and hat. <laughs> yeah. You gotta yeah. quickly put that on. Yeah. No, you just,
6: you have <laughs> the, yeah, yeah, you just have the hat that's fixed on the back of the chair, and so you literally just slide your, <laughs> slide your head up into it, so you don't have to to do anything. That is your dream car, Maury. That I know is very for true. Fact that that's your dream. Yeah. <laughs> don't even with the with all these other things. I know that that's your dream, man.
2: um I'm not much of a car guy, so I don't have an answer for what a dream car would be. You know what I mean? Like yeah. I'm very, uh I would say practical. Like the the. I don't know, I've always wanted like a Range, a Range Rover. Yeah. Right? But even still, for old some ones people, are Old ones
8: are new ones. A new one. New ones. Because the old yeah. ones are boxy, the new ones are rounded front. Yeah, yeah, I wouldn't
2: mind like one of the newer ones. But even still, like, I don't know if that would be, a, that would be the answer for me. Like, I'm not like a Ferrari guy or... No,
8: no,
6: no, I
2: don't no. want a Porsche no. or a Lambo I, or anything I like that. I only want
6: some, I only, I'm only interested in things that I fit in. Right? Yeah. Only interested in things that I fit in.
8: I used to really, really, really have a thing for the 1989 Ford Explorer because yeah, that's, what, <laughs> that's what the TV crews would that's the cameraman used to drive yes. the 1989 Ford Explorer yes. and I'm like oh I would love to of have that did. yeah no I would like
2: I get one a, online right now for like 800, <laughs> 800 bucks
5: <laughs> oh, you're, so, you're so wild um, hold
6: on here let me find out what year it is because so I'll tell you my my dream car has been the same dream car for
2: and you said what um, only ones that you could fit in
6: uh, yeah yeah like so my, my thing is this I have like n- enough I, leg like, I, room right? I have, yeah I have no interest in looking you know in in getting a you know ferrari or anything like that i have no interest in those cars i've never liked those cars my ultimate car is like a 77 bronco convertible
2: oh wow because those things
6: now go online google do you have your computer open yeah google simon cowell bronco Because he had one that I think he just sold for some ridiculous thing, like half a million dollars or something like that. I think his is a 77. Maybe it's earlier. Maybe it's 72. I think It's, it's a 77. I think
8: Lady Gaga has a Bronco. Oh yeah,
6: look at these! Right? It's they one look of those, like, uh, like jeeps. Yeah, it looks like, like it massive looks, jeeps. Yeah, but the the front folds down. Everything. It's just like super boxy, super oh, yeah. square. Those are cool. Not uh, not super huge, but like to me, that's the perfect. I like something that like looks like you would just drive it on a beach yeah. and then build a campfire and make out and then get into a karate fight afterwards.
5: <laughs> <laughs> right? Like, it just that's, looks like a giant jeep. This, yeah,
6: yeah, yeah. Right? But uh, but yeah, to me, that is my that's my dream car. I don't have any other really you know big dream cars at all.
8: You don't want like gullwing doors or anything? No,
6: none of that stuff interests me. I'm too tall. Getting out of a DeLorean, Maury, is the worst thing in the world. I've never. <laughs> <I> mean, <laughs> I, I'm picturing Ross so trying to get out of a DeLorean. I've never been more uncomfortable than trying to get out of a DeLorean. Like, it's so, it's just not you practical. Pull yourself up, Oh, God. You look like a weirdo hopping uh, out of one. Catherine bought a new couch. We had a new couch in the living room, and it's about two inches shorter than her older couch. Oh, no. Right? Yeah. You should see me trying to get off this thing. <laughs> Now. You have to Do like,
8: you keep falling backwards. I can't.
6: I can't go from a seated position to a standing. Do you have I, to roll up? No, I have to use one arm and like I have to push myself up with my hands. Really? Like I can't go from sitting on the couch to standing <laughs> at all. At all, because my legs are on two different, too much of a, too much of an angle. So you need like a handrail. And, yeah, and my center of gravity. <laughs> yes, I need a, I need a handrail or like a cane or something. <laughs> <laughs> I can't get off the couch. It's too, I'm too tall. I'm too tall
8: to get Dude, off the couch. Do so you have to put your hands in her hands and she pulls you up?
6: And every time I say stuff like this, I'm like, babes, I have a difficult time getting off this couch, right? I'm like, it's, so, it's, I'm like, I'm like, it's so short. She, she looks at me and goes like this. She goes, watch, it's super easy. And then she does it. I'm like, you're 5'1". <laughs> right? Don't do the it's super easy, just do what I do thing. Yeah. Like, it doesn't, doesn't work that way. Yeah, so we now have a couch I can't get off I, I Okay? I, yeah. This is how you want to know how I got off the other night? <laughs> okay, so I'm out, it's a chaise, right? So it's like a, it's a couch with a chaise on the end. So yeah. it's like one of those weird sectional things. So imagine you are lying on the chaise and the chaise is on the left-hand side of the couch. Okay. So you're lying on the chaise. The, the couch part is to your right. Okay. The big long couch part is to your right. That's where Catherine is sitting. I'm stretched out. My legs are out on the chaise. Yeah. I went to get up. So what I had to do was this. I rolled to my side. Uh huh. Okay. To your right I roll, side. I rolled to my right side. Okay. Waited until my legs fell off the chaise and, and hit the ground. Yeah. So I'm now completely turned around on my knees facing the couch. Okay. And then I stood up that way.
2: Wow. It sounds super comfy. That's right? convenient. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, Charmaine says here, uh, what is a scene from a movie or TV show that really stuck with you in either a good way or bad way? And Mocha, you can't say Black Mirror episode uh, (laughs) called National (laughs) Anthem. Can I say then Black Mirror Striking Vipers? (laughs) 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 That's one that stuck with me. Yeah. (laughs) In a really negative way. Really, really negative way. Yeah. Um, I, really I think uh, any movie like that would stick with me in a positive way would be Return of the Jedi because my dad took me to see that in the theater. Right. Um, I oh.
6: geez. So there's. I have two memories from movies from the 70s that I will never forget. Okay. Okay. One was in the year that when did the first Friday the 13th come out?
2: Oh geez, eighty one. 84.
6: Friday the 13th movie. Okay, hold on here. Uh, 1980. Oh, okay. Okay. So I was all of six.
5: And okay? you watched that
6: movie? Maybe seven because you got it, it came out on, on, on via or beta after that. So, yeah. So I was about, so let's say seven. So my brother would have been 10, my cousin would have been nine. And our parents, it was the summer and our parents just like left us alone and they had rented a bunch of movies the night before and they just stuck us in the basement and told us to watch a movie while they went to the grocery store to get stuff. So it was just the three kids in the house, right? And they were gone for a while. And we put Friday the 13th on. I don't know if they wanted us to. I don't even know if they know that we did. But we put Friday the 13th on and I watched the whole thing. Yeah. And at the very end when she's on the boat and then he comes up out of the water, I screamed so loud. And then we all did. And we ran out of the house and sat in the middle of the lawn in the middle of the afternoon waiting for our parents to go home because I was so terrified. Okay. And then there was another movie that I remember when I was a kid. And I walked into – um, the, uh, we were at friend's, like my, I don't know, my, like my parents' friends or some crap like that. And it was like a, a, a dinner party and there was, they were watching a movie in the living room and I remember walking in and I found this movie years later and I still will not watch it. Uh, it was a movie called Starship Invasion from 1977.
4: Oh God. Okay. okay.
6: And it was on television at the time. And it was black and white. I think it was black and white. It was black and white. And it's about aliens who come to Earth and they cause mass global suicides.
2: Oh, my God. So I
6: walked in and there was like an alien ship there and people like speaking alien. And then it was just this montage of like people slitting their wrists and like blood starts coming out and like cutting their own throats and stuff. Right. Like it was wild. And this and I was a child at this time. I was like in 1977, let's say this was nineteen, you know, seventy eight. I was like maybe five when I saw this and I will never forget it. It's one of my first memories of a movie was watching this mass suicide scene in Starship Invasions. And I will Jeez. never, it is imprinted, like, on my brain. And I can close my eyes right now. I can see the TV stand that the TV, TV was on. I I knew exactly what time of day it was. Like, it's crazy. That hit me so hard. You
2: know what movie, like, recently, not recently, but it was shortly after we started doing this show that yeah. messed me up when I watched it in the theaters? Which was what? <laughs> Paranormal
6: activity. Really? (laughs) I remember that. I
2: actually remember that 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 movie messed you up. I couldn't sleep, and I left all the lights on in in my uh, in my room. Really? And this when I was still living with my parents in the basement. Really? Yeah. I I remember that. that. And it messed me up, and I was scared. I left the lights on in the bedroom and in like the main hallway leading to the bathroom. Yeah. In the basement at my parents' place. You come out of the bedroom, you walk down a long hallway, and you go around. You hook around to the right to get to the bathroom. Yeah. So I remember when I took a shower that morning before I came to work, I did the move where I left all the lights on. So oh. like a, like a
6: like a trail, you made a yeah. runway for yourself,
2: <laughs> so that way I wouldn't have to at any point walk in the dark back to my room to oh, get dressed. Wow, yeah.
6: really? Was it one of the ones where, like, you thought that it was real? Like, oh, my God, is this real? And, like, people started wondering. Like, what was the hook of it? It was. What was a Paranormal Activity movie?
2: It was, like, one of those um, kind of, like, Blair Witch. What was the Witch, gimmick? But what was the gimmick, though? It was. The guy was filming to see because they were they thought that there was some, like, weird stuff happening in the house. And he just set up a video camera. And at night, right. like stuff would just happen yes. in the room and you wouldn't see, like you would know yes, something there. Yes, 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 Right? Yes, like the yes, blankets okay. would go flying gotcha. or somebody gets yeah. dragged out of the bed, but you would never see what this thing was. Yes,
8: that's right. That's right. David Maury. Uh, mine is nothing like that. I just, I was going to just say Christmas vacation because I watch it every year with my dad. Oh, Good that's boy. nice, yeah. though. Yeah, totally. Uh, he always falls asleep on Matthew's shoulder.
2: Pogo <laughs> asks, what apps do you use the most
8: on your phone? Um... All of the camera filtery ones, really? How many? The am I? most? Oh, god, well, yeah.
2: For me, the most are oh. Instagram, Twitter, uh, Reddit, in that order.
8: And the unfollow app, just find out how many people have unfollowed. Um, uh, no, are you serious? <laughs> yeah. Uh, how many times a day do you check that one? Once a day. Really? Because it only updates once a day. And how many
2: people, on average, follow and unfollow you? A lot unfollow. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I think that I probably spend
6: the most time on the YouTube app.
2: Oh, yeah. Okay.
6: Yeah. That's, that's probably my number, my number one. Actually, I, I check the weather app probably more than I check any other app on my phone.
8: Really? Yeah. Why, why don't you, need, you need, to need it once a day?
6: No, I don't. I check it multiple times, sometimes multiple times an hour. Really? Yeah, I'm obsessed with the Why? weather app. It's not going to change that much. It doesn't matter. But I like looking at other places too. Oh, okay. Right? I like, I always like, I go, I go Toronto where we are and then I always go to the little town where the cottage is and then I scroll through to see what's doing in other places. Like right now... You know, I'm looking at Playa del Carmen because I love Playa del Carmen. I love Mexico. And I'm looking there and yeah, it's 32 degrees but it is like raining hardcore thunder and lightning for the next nine days. Right? So I'm like, I'm happy you're not there because sometimes I think man, it kind of sucks here right now. I'd like to be in Playa del Carmen. And then I go, would I though? And then I check the app and I'm like, no, I'm pretty content.
2: (laughs) (laughs) IMSV asks, does Maury still do coffee runs for you guys since he broke the rules of the quote coffee run a year ago and stole money from Raza mocha yeah i didn't steal money
8: i just didn't give it back (laughs) that's stealing that's That's called stealing
2: stealing, dude no ever since uh ever since the pandemic started uh we have stopped the uh the the daily or weekly coffee runs yeah and i'll tell you
6: i think we need to reinstate that because there's a coffee shop on this floor yeah and it's not my favorite coffee but there's a coffee shop on this floor and uh there are days where i just sort of wish that i had that
8: yeah and with the pumpkin spice latte back Oh, God, nobody wants that. Yes, yeah,
2: so part of the reason why the coffee run's done. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> you can't be trusted. Yeah, because you can't
8: be trusted.
6: Because, no, because the problem is is that Mocha and I will just have a coffee. I take a coffee with milk. Mocha takes a coffee with milk. It's super easy. And then so we'll give damn Mori money if you're new to all of this. And Mori will go and buy, like, the most expensive, <laughs> opulent, highfalutin concoction that they make. Yeah. And it's, like, $9. Yeah. Plus food. Right, plus food. And I'm like, that is not in the spirit of the coffee run. Like, when I give you money for the coffee run, you can buy other stuff, but you pay for other stuff. Absolutely. You can, you can have on me the equivalent of what it costs for a coffee. <laughs> you don't get to go and spend $9 on a drink.
2: Yeah. It doesn't agree. work that way. Your no, drink but- should not cost more than what, like, an individual drink no. or even hours combined. No, no. Which most cases, most times, your drink will total more than what. Was yeah. in my and then when be.
6: Maury goes and he goes but- alone with his own money he comes back with a tea
5: yeah. <laughs> right? it's whatever I'm tea. feeling at the no, moment no no no
6: it's not but but you're feeling that you're not having to spend your own money so you go ham at, uh, at like yeah, at Starbucks
8: if I don't spend that amount the next day don't from worry, you- honestly right now don't try and justify this
5: <laughs> just stop, stop. also
8: I only That's recently learned when I was doing the coffee runs that mocha was lack Lactating or whatever you... Lactating. <laughs> uh-huh. Yep. That's moko is lactating. Yep. Yep.
5: That's <laughs> Shem it. Just, <laughs> Shem
8: just slapped
6: his forehead in the air. room. <laughs> Sacre <Yep>. bleu.
8: <laughs> yeah. Yep. Mo- yeah. Was was lactating. lactating. Yeah. yeah. So I would put a little bit of milk in his coffee because I thought right. that's what he would want. Yes. Yeah. That's
6: what every lactating <laughs> individual wants yeah. is more milk.
2: Oh my God. Ad-cast I watched a thing, on, uh, I watched the thing oh. on
6: Netflix called Unwell about people that drink breast milk, like uh, adults who drink breast oh, milk. I saw that. And guys who work out and they think that it's like the key to, to their gains is drinking breast milk. So they, really? they find these women online and they go and they buy their breast milk off them and it's frozen Mm. in these little packages and then they bring it home and they stick it in their own freezer and then they defrost some every day and then they pour some in their energy drink or their compound shake or whatever it is and then they drink it but they think that breast milk is like the key to everything and then these places tested the breast milk yeah uh, that a lot of these people were selling selling online oh just rancid really yeah some of it was so rancid fecal matter in it oh
2: god but these guys think it it these guys yeah yeah
6: yeah yeah and and they make it like they do it as a family like they make the scrambled eggs with it in the morning and yeah and you just see these guys sometimes they just go in defrost one and then just drink it right out of the like right out of the tube have you ever tried it right out of the tube uh, did I try? I tried. I mean, it was unavoidable. Yeah, on a it was unavoidable Sour. when cancer was pregnant. Yeah, totally. No, it's not good. It's not. It needs it, Like, it needs sugar. It needs all
8: the things that make milk good. Because, Wait,
2: sorry. Stop. Yeah. What do you mean you did it on a dare? A
8: pregnant uh, friend of mine, she was like, I dare you to try this. And I was like, okay. Yeah. But like it was where it was like chocolate milk. Yeah. And then we mixed hers. I was going to say, I didn't want to say it was a her or he, but it's a her. <laughs> I don't want to give too much away. <laughs> Who knows? It could have been me. I'm
2: lactating. I don't,
6: I, 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 I don't want to give too much away, but she. <laughs> Spoiler
5: alert.
8: Okay. And we mix, we mixed hers with chocolate as well. Yeah. And I oh, was but then you to, would just taste the But chocolate. to see which one I liked more. I know, but you,
6: that's not drinking breast milk, though.
8: But it was. It was just mixed with chocolate. Yeah,
6: but all you taste is chocolate.
8: Yeah, but I picked hers.
6: Yeah. Yeah. Well.
8: No, again, no, 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 I don't want to give too much away. Right. Yeah. yeah.
6: Right. <laughs> uh, yeah, no. Go sorry, you were ending this fiasco. Oh, but right I had ago. one more I thing. You. Oh, what? What? God I
8: was gonna it. say for the um earlier was the why the uh F do you know that thing? I yeah. have one. Go. I know what MTV's first song was. Everybody does. It was Video Killed the Radio Video Star. Killed the Radio Star. Yeah. What was the
6: second? I don't know. Ah Do you know? Uh, <laughs> I do. It was the second video on MTV, I believe was um female artists, brown hair. Jen Jackson. Uh, no. No 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 Michael Jackson No 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 female artist not to give too much away Was it the do 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 No Houston No 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 Mariah Carey No 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 Pat Benatar I believe he's a Pat Benatar song Oh I love Pat Benatar Hold on let me now I got to look at this Fun
8: fact Now I got to write this down second song Yeah second
2: just in case it comes up so, in the
8: conversation.
2: Um, hey, Maury, do you know what the second um, song? I do. MTV Hammer.
8: Brown-haired Pat Benatar.
6: Yeah, You Better Run by Pat Benatar. Fun fact. Fun, fun, fun fact. fact. <laughs> yeah.
2: At Kiss925 yeah. is where you will find Ask Roz and Mocha. That is where you ask your questions and uh, and we'll try our best to answer as many as we can. Thanks for listening to the Roz and Mocha Show podcast.
1: Catch the guys live
2: weekday mornings from 6 to 10
1: on Kiss925.
5: Kiss925.com Kiss92 or download the Kiss925 app.